Thank you so much for joining us. And now we also want to speak to Eric, Eric Shea, who's actually joining us via Skype. There we go. Right. Hey, there he is. Eric is joining us. Hi, Eric. Thanks for being part of the show. So glad to have you here. Um, So what do you think is so appealing about weirdsciencecomicsblogs.blogspot.com? Weird DC Dahmer books. Weird Science Comics. Dahmer books. Blogspot.com. Weird DC blogs. This is wrong turn. This would be going back to read books because this is spoiler Comcast. You be warned. Time to get into another classic episode of the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast, where Honky Tonk and me will take a look at what our favorite comic poster gave to us this week. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I guess I'm Honky Tonk. That's right, you Honky Tonk. And this is episode number 268, Honky Tonk. Look at here! Woo-wee! We got some books for you tonight! Woo! Rootin' tootin'! That's my Honky Tonk. I don't know why that's Honky Tonk. you don't gotta do anything. No matter what, you'll be Honky Tonk, I'm always Honky Tonk. In my eyes, at least. I'm Jim. Is what I am, and welcome to the official and official podcast of WeirdScienceDCComics.com, the website of Eric's heart and everybody else's mind, Eric, is what I say. If you want to know where to find us besides that award-winning website, you can go over to the Twitters where we're WeirdScienceDC, and you can also check us out on our Patreon page and support us for this nonsense. You can mm-hmm. go there and, and please go and support the Honky Tonk. Why and wouldn't you? also get a lot of He's got to buy shows. himself a better name. Yes, that's patreon.com slash weird science. And what Eric means is a star screen is what he means, right? You get enough of them star screens yet? No, they don't stop making them. Just did you have the battle damage star screen? Because if I get a hold of them, they'll have it. Yes, and I, so I do. you'll face the Tetra Jet battle damage star screen, Jim. Oh, really? Thank yeah. you for for really Siege, spelling Siege. that out. Oh my! If somebody came to you and said, "Oh, that looks like it's the battle damage star screen," do you think you would correct them no. and give them the full name of what you just said? No. If I said, "Oh man, that's the well-known," I'm just going to try to push it until you're a jerk and try to. I don't know why this person is my house looking at all my transformers. They're, they're stealing them. They have you and Jess tied up, and they're oh, stealing. Not but telling them he anything. does not want to get anything but the take the woman. Leave my toys alone. <laughs> take, the, take the spinning wheel. Take the child. Is that what you're yelling? You end up where if you go there, you're going to get a lot of cool shows. We think at least, uh, including what is one of the bigger ones. Is each week we do a. Patreon-only spotlight, both a DC and a Marvel one, but since we're here and Honky Tonk only likes to talk DC, I'll tell Uh you that this past week's DC Comics spotlight on the Patreon was fast or flash forward number six and deceased the unkillables number one, two of the big books this past week, and we liked one of them a little more than the other, and in fact, one of these is both of our books of the week, but you'll have to see what oh. that is by the end. But Good. they are picked each and every week by the badasses of the Get Fresh Croup, beep, boop. And this, Eric, is how we end up saluting them. And if you would, could you take off your utility belt? Can you get down what? on one knee and start acting like you're one of the knights of the round table, just no, like Batman will in a little bit? Because... 
time to salute the bad asses there of the Get Fresh Cool. We're going to start with T-Funk, Lone Wolf, Marv, Lawrence Lee, Niels T-Wart. We have uh, my, our man Rob Lewis. I'm already prompts. Bertel Alcatraz, Dalton Edom, Christian Folds, Ken Halleck, Lady Abby, Nick Adams, Mark Jagger, Josh Million, Aldrin Stoja. We also end up having Naomi Mark didn't really flow off like that, so, but it's Naomi Mark. Oh, yeah. uh, Eric G, David Fink, Manship, Brandy, Bobby Bain, Reggie Hancock, Brian from Arkansas is back as a badass, and thank you, uh, Brian, for jumping back up there. That's awesome. Bill from the Bat Pond, awesome podcast. Check it out. We got Ian, Admiral Whiskers, Seth Nine, I call him Brennan, Forrest Pauly, Tony Walton, Joey Bear Costco, Joseph Watchick, come from Rocky. You can check him out on the YouTubes. And we also had D. Man 3000, all new Dave, Carlos Segui, Pete from NYC, he's my man, Pete from NYC, Polly Pete Down Under, Cellar Dweller, Luis, Ulysses Jones, Akeem, Double Aaron, Simon, Swanee, Anthony G, Missy T, and Ruben. That is what I call perfect timing. I was, I was really trying to get yeah, yeah. I, I really uh, ended up but I like You're to get people, at the end. I like to get people some shout outs uh-huh. and, and unfortunately and speed Ruben, up <laughs> you know Ruben <laughs> I don't know what's up with you know I, I end up going through all of this and and I apologize mainly to Bertle who I end up, I don't know what's going on. I, I know I his name. I, I, know what's I going end up, on. he has been there for a long time. And I'm an idiot, is what it is. Exactly. But that's why I'm honky tonk, right? <laughs> Calm down, honky tonk. It'll be all actually, right. Until I actually get through a, a badass roll call without really messing anything up, then I'm, I'm honky tonk, I guess. I we'll have to call so. it quits when that happens. Well, really, if that's the case, wait a minute. This is give you the a badass roll call. <laughs> I'm telling you, if this is the case, I will now go through it, and I yeah, will not I mess still it think up. You're it giving up. me an out. You really will. Okay, we got T Funk. I'm just doing it. So the hell with you, T Funk. We got Lone Wolf Marv, a Lawrence Lee Niels. We got by the I messed up. I know it. <sighs> I, I'm really looking. I think I might have skipped Lawrence the first time too. I'm glad we went back there. I, I end up having the worst time scrolling. And as I always say at the end, Ruben, there we go. Perfect. Done. Sayonara, sucker. Where is it? What do we say at the end, Eric? I'm out of here. I, we are out of here, actually, but not the podcast in general. But thanks. Thanks, all of Thank you, you bad what an asses. All. They didn't realize that when they sign up for that, I'm more Sam the Butcher than a honky-tonk is what I am. And that means just because I am so turned on by Alice, that's you. I'd I'd rather have you be Alice's uh, sister, the The drill drill sergeant. sergeant. Yes, you'll put me in my place is what I need. The drill sergeant's sister. Yes. So we're uh, done with this section, right? We're going to now go off. We will end up talking about a bunch of books, some mail, and Really, if you are listening for the first time and you're wondering, boy, what's going on? I heard about these guys. Well, what's going on? It's not going to get better. I'm wondering what's going on, too. It's going downhill from here. You've now heard the best parts of things where we have everything together. And that's how this goes. We have a no editing policy. That's what we have, unless I say something that I, I sound real I stupid. Eric says something real stupid. I not only not edit it, but I do. I go in and raise the volume on and then have fireworks either side of it is what I like to do. But Eric will tell you that doesn't happen often. We right? edit a lot, in, though, because Jim yeah. is always saying something stupid. 
Yeah, really. Like, I'm like, hey, you know what? I really think that people should go to Wendy Peeney and Richard Peeney's website and download some of them ElfQuest because it's good. Edit it out, Eric, is what's going to happen, actually. I won't edit that out because I thought that was nice of me <laughs> to give you a shot. How nice of you. <laughs> yeah, it made me look good, so that stays. But we'll go off. And, and you will hear, including me, struggle with the concept of Superman and his invulnerability or vulnerability to magic, which I was going to edit that out, Eric. But well, that was the main part of the it, we kept do, going back to it but that's the thing i wanted to force myself in uh it ends up going all over the place with that we'll see you'll see what i'm talking about you'll see very quickly and i'm sure that'll spark a debate that will definitely be no. trending right it'll definitely trend trendsetter we are but we're gonna go off now to the books no we have waited for far long enough for the part Right, and it's time for the reviews. And if you want to read uh, some of these reviews, read. For all of them. Yeah, I know. It's this 2001. Not on called. my watch. They want their novels. I don't even read back. these books. 2001 called. They want their Harry Potter back. I know, really. I end up just looking at the pictures. And That's what you need, right? And there's the flash. He's sorry, I fast. talked to people on Twitter who are talking about Tom King's plots, his books. I think they might have just looked at the pictures. Came yeah, really. story. Yeah, I well, really, don't we all have to do that anyway? Is that a setup? Shade! The whole uh, deal with it. That is a hot take. You end up with the idea (laughs) that, uh, yeah, who needs to read this stuff? It did seem, and we talk about this occasionally, but... We end up having a site. I mean, oh, how proud we were. Oh, my. Having the site. We, thought we, we were fancy. We thought uh, we thought that we were going to end up being, I'm telling you. Yeah, really. And that's why when we do end up yelling about the comic press, and yeah. I am doing air quotes, Obviously. and we throw shade at it, we're, we're really meaning ourselves because we're nonsense. Yeah. I mean, really. Uh, the things that we end up doing and saying and all, but we end up, we thought we had found a, a niche that needed to be filled and we filled it nice and hard and deep. And we ended up doing that, thinking that we were going to walk down the street. Rock hard right now. And number one, we thought that somebody was going to pull up in a limo and start throwing money at us. Remember the whole podcasting money? I've been money? waiting for that my whole life, though. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, we used to listen to I, I used to listen, and it's funny because I, I think that at some point, uh, Tony from the Comic Vine podcast does listen to some of our stuff. And I ended up at one point like, man, he must be lighting up cigars with, with $100 bills with that podcast of money. We used to all laugh. And then we then thought that maybe, maybe we would end up showing up at Burger King. They'd go, hey, 
I recognize your voice. You want a free Whopper? We'd say, yes, yes, we do. Yes. That, that, that didn't happen. So, But we did think that it was at least going to help the website. And we thought, oh, my, people will listen a little to the podcast, but they'll run to those reviews. It's the opposite. People are like, we don't need to read that crap. We can hear them talk nonsense. Uh, you know, how many times do you need to have a blood sport reference in anything you read? And the answer is all the time, Eric. That is the answer uh, that you should go. But if you do end up feeling like it's something that you might want to say, back in the day I used to read, you could go over and read the reviews, see the scores, and go with that. Where and, and believe me, we have done a lot of reviews and written reviews, that, that both of us. And I laugh, too, when people come and they're, I'm going to start a review, but I'm not going to have scores. I'm like, really? All right. I'll talk to you in two months. We've gone through a lot of the crap to get that, you know, the deal of where we are to not care. That That's what really is the, the thing. You want to end up you don't doing care, something do you? so long that you get to, well, I mean, I'm just saying, I... You end up, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to make You've it been that yelling movies. all week about people giving you crap about your Unkillables review. That's right. I do care about them giving me crap. I don't <laughs> care if they come and say, you know, you should probably do a movie animation of the deal. I'm like, I'm just doing the review. Basically, I do. But yeah, I guess I do care. I guess I, I am, I'm lying. <laughs> I, I don't like to get yelled at. And that's what happens all day. Here, I, again today. Just yelled at all the time. I think I get yelled at for getting yelled at. That, that seems to be the case now. Fine. We have uh, a couple books tonight. We got some books. We got some jokes. We got some fun times. Obviously, there is a lot of things going on right now in the DC universe that's going to shape up uh, to give us something new, we hope, in the future. But right now, we're stuck reading some books that aren't doing much. Some are doing things, though, Eric. And I think that this first book is a combo of both of those things. What is it? <laughs> I thought we were doing Batman first, but no, okay. we're doing Justice League first. Justice League number 41, written by Robert Venditti, with art by Aaron Lopresti, with Matt Ryan, David Barron, and Tom Napolitano. The invasion is on as the Eradicator and his army of genetically monophile Dexmites take on our Justice League, and even though we get Madame Zenidu on the scene, it doesn't look like our team is having much luck in defending the Earth, especially by the end when our heroes make a retreat but accidentally leave Wonder Woman behind, who is used as an exclamation point when the Eradicator broadcasts himself to the world about his complete control where he's just swinging diane around by the neck that is true breaking news that's a blurb people that's that's how you do it is see it? i'm being nice to you eric i'm like that's how you do it it's like a song obviously it's sarcastic <laughs> no, no i'm just saying i i did say when we start a we'll do just like batman legion did you say it to yourself no, I said it to you when we oh. went on because I went down the line on my things and then I was kind of filling in you, some You were talking to yourself. And, and I know uh, it's I was because you were playing with Transformers. Uh, but yeah, I figured you end up having the book with the most characters, though that would mean the third book would be first. Don't mind that. But the Justice <laughs> League, right. I think uh, at the moment, only because, as we'll see in a little bit, you know, seeing that designer made me laugh so much that it, he automatically goes second. He's not that important anymore. For some reason in my mind, Batman and Superman always got the top billing. They did, but we've shifted some things. Uh, you know, we have Flash kind of coming into the first section. I mean, really, Legion of Superheroes in this first section. Look, look, Who are I didn't we kidding? Saying we. I didn't make any of these decisions. That's right. <laughs> that is true. So you get on board. Uh, here we have the Justice League, and you came out of Scott Snyder's 
uh, issue number 39 where the you know the, it's the lion the witch and We're the wardrobe that that no that, well that's what i'm saying this you end up having here. them run through the open door maybe to go to narnia uh, who knows but they they run through and then you end up having Venditti pick up. Well, that running through deal seems to have some he cur- picked up some his weird switch in his own game that he's not and, dealing yeah. with the other stuff before. And you wonder what they said to him, like, "Hey, you know, I think they just said tell just stories, write a story, and, <laughs> in and have, to what's going on have right now. some fun. Yeah, don't go too crazy with continuity, though. I do wish there was a little teeny bit." more in this issue especially because what we have here is the eradicator showing up on earth and you know what he likes to do he with likes to eradicate things. genetically and modified yes. daxamites and what we said last issue the first of venditti's number 40 we said that it was would have been a nice setup to at least see what zod has to say about this or what happened well, since look, he left zod. zod is over with rachel gold on lazarus yes. stuff well what i wish that we had and who knows maybe we could get the still I doubt it, but I wish that we had the idea that, you know, Zod had made kind of friends with Superman. Yeah. You have Zod making a new Krypton off on his own on a planet. I wish that they just had a little thing where the Eradicator said, this is bull crap. I, I'm not going to make friends with Superman. I just like to imagine this whole thing where we have the last of the Kryptonians, and that's all Eradicator wants is to bring back Krypton. Yeah. But, you know, he has been spurned by Kal-El in the past, and this whole thing is, he's up there on new Krypton, hanging with Zod. Zod really wants to get the L's on his side, because why not yeah. have the Zod and the L's working together? Eradicator heard about this and made him choose. Like, it's either him or me. And Zod, he made the right choice, and he made <laughs> Freaking eradicator hit the bricks like the That's end of a Hulk. I just Hulk need episode. That. I wish there would have been a prelude at the beginning, <laughs> and then you end up getting a eradicator who's like, you know what? I am gonna kick it into overdrive. Well, it's weird. We might get that normal. at some point, but we also even Maybe. might even get that over the Superman book with Zod and you know well, and, uh, that's and what I want. Wu. I want to have a little bit. I wish that we had that little bit and then this would be even better because then it would tie into things. And then you would say that and it could happen still again. Zod could be the savior of the Justice League. Now, that's what I kind of was like, well, Zod's doing new Krypton. You're doing this. You're going to end up having East Coast, West Coast Kryptonian so happens- maybe. Also, what it also reminds you of, you have where Zod's like, listen, I'm doing this thing I'd like to call it Bug's Life. And Redicare's like, you son of a bitch, I'm doing ants. I've been writing ants for three years. What are you doing? I'm doing it. And that's what it reminds me of. It's like you're going to have two versions of a new Krypton at the same time. One involves kind of staying off on your own and making things going where you do have, you know, you have Zod going to get what seems to be resurrect the bottled city of candor so that he can populate his yeah, yeah. planet with them that Which I'm is telling you, that's a hail mary right now once i think eradicator find, found out that candor was destroyed and pretty much yeah. all the ideas he started thinking outside of the box of how he gets something done and remember dax and, and he I'm did like, but that's for you, the thing is don't you think that if this ended up being a thing by the end that's a more pure new Krypton than these stinking Daxamites. Well, that's right? the one it, thing it, there because I'm telling you, in my mind, Eradicator does not know about Lazarus Pits resurrecting freaking the dead or anything like that. Yeah. He is trying to fulfill his program at this point. Also, if he told Zod this, I imagine Zod would say something about those dirty Daxamites yeah, and not want to be yeah. having any parts they're of it. They're not Kryptonians. They're dirty Daxamites. And, and probably, and again, if you had the setup, which we'll get into the issue in a minute, this is all script out here. You had that setup. 
Hey, Zod, I got this idea. I am a robot. I am. Ca- I don't I'm like going to go off to Daxum. I'm going to grab these guys. They're stinking Daxumites. I don't care. And then he's like, but they have certain problems. Then you bring them to Earth. You're never going to be able to do this. They, you know, lead. I mean, really, you could end up having one of the crazy members of the Metal Men come and be their worst nightmare showing up lead. So he's like, no, or no, just have I lead will. anywhere because yeah. they're in a city. Yeah, I, I just want lead from the metal man. I want him to be. I wish that there was a Daxamite story. You want the metal man. I'm telling you. Now I all want of a sudden, a you love the story man. where lead is the the hero out of nowhere at the end. He just shows up looking for directions, and they all drop over dead because he's there. Dead lead. I'm gonna call it. But I would have liked dead where, lead redemption. Well, I will now breed out all of their you know inconsistencies and stuff like that and the the thing is when inconsistency so when you go with this and you're really spelling along the lines of that magic is going to be the be all end all that might end this why isn't that bred out as well how do you breed out magic how do you breed out a a lead inconsistency as i call it that sounds more like a biological thing that you would have a weakness to that you can breed out if you have a weakness to something it has to end up fully in the long run, being biological, something in Superman is not allowing him to fight off magic like other people. Yes, we magic. know that. We know that it just ends up being that thrown out there because he's too powerful and things like that. But something needs to be explained to cause that. You know, I end up. I am allergic to garlic. It's magic to me. And hocus pocus. I don't know why, but I am. And if we are at a point where we can breathe things out, you know what I mean? But we're already at a point where you are engineering people as Uh a thing. So you should be able to figure out. If Eradicator knows about magic. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what he knows or whatever, but he should know what the weaknesses of the Kryptonians are and stuff like that. I just think that if you're going to point out that you're breeding out or at least biologically engineering things to make them invulnerable to everything, you kind of didn't go everything uh, else. And, you know, whatever. But that's so... Why do that even? I mean, they're showing up. So they're strong and can't be yeah, stopped. <laughs> but they can be stopped with magic. And well, like if you we, said, let's, we let's don't just know. say the Justice League Dark are off doing whatever. Let's just say Madame Xanadu was on a vacation and Batman couldn't find her. What are we doing at this point then? Because nobody on the Justice League would have any magic. They're getting their butts no, kicked harder than they do right I know. now. But that's why Batman's off getting Madame Xanadu. And it's just the setup for all of what's going on. And, uh, just the idea, though, that he's gone and made these super soldiers, but we already pretty much can figure out Let's what breed he out is going to end up having problem. Well, you do. You're I mean, really. nonsense, Eradicator. That you say that. I mean, how you breed it out is you just keep – and I don't think he bred these more than biologically engineered them, but – it, you can breed things out. You just have to find one that ends up having a mutation that does not allow that magic. magic. Yeah. So you just keep going. That's <laughs> it's all. Supernatural. I know. Well, that's the thing, though. Then why is he, why is Superman more vulnerable than Flash? I, I think they're all vulnerable to it. It's just that but Superman doesn't have very, many very yeah. like vulnerabilities. Nah, it seems like he's even worse, it seemed to me. But, you know, we'll go with this all. Even when they're asking him, what are you vulnerable to? Well, I don't like magic. Well, no, none of us are real good with well, magic. Look, there, I don't like two things here, kryptonite and magic. Those are the yeah. two things I really don't like, plus yeah. cucumbers for some I, I'm, reason. I'm, I don't like being decapitated is what I don't like. That, that's one of my biggest weaknesses. But we'll, we'll see what's going on with that. And uh, But, yeah, it just seems silly, though, that by 
by the end, it does seem like magic will stop it, but it may not. Maybe they'll just end up. And that's the weird part is that why else. are we going after Madame Zenda? We talk about the idea that JLD is off doing something. We can't get Dems, but Wonder Woman happens to know about Madame Zenda, and that's what gets Wonder Woman, I mean, uh, Batman over to London and try to get her on the side. I'm like, we are in a part of the DC universe. Yes, we have our small little Just League here. We have the JLD. There are so many magic users in the DCU. That the idea that, like, you know, it's Madame Xanadu or Bust at this point. It just comes off a little silly to me that she is the end-all, be-all magic user that we need to get to stop the Daxamite army. Yeah, and, and while this is going on, it is the idea of, uh, you know, she doesn't really seem to like you know batman or know him and you know stuff like that and i'm looking at the idea of superman and it is not a technical specific magic uh vulnerability it is just magic so Uh you are correct it's that he just has no special defenses against magic but you could kind of give them something (laughs) then i don't know you're making (laughs) stuff up You, you can have a belt that is making it the reason why they can deal with magic because you're going to think that they're going to try to figure out what Superman would be, you know, vulnerable to and go. Uh, But yeah, so you end up having them go to Madame Sanadu. But again, this is a worldwide thing. Like you said, why aren't all the magic users just showing up? Seriously. I mean, you don't have to be invited. I just like to imagine, you know, we're in this weird little pocket place, you know, before the Justice of like Doom War kind of thing where we did call all the heroes in. They're like, we're all going to be here to stand against the Legion of Doom and their apex predators and all this stuff. I think it's this weird time where it's like, look, you called us all before and then you went through a door and nothing happened. We're not coming back to help you guys anymore with your weird little side stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just had enough. And they're just like, you know, enough of you. Uh, I'm done. But you end up having a pretty cool little fight. And why I like it more than, say, a lot of other type things like this, because really this whole issue is just a fight. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's not much going on. While I'm Batman telling you, you got, you got the Justice League versus the Daxamite Army while you have Madame Xanadu versus Batman until he convinces her, hey, we're on the same side. The world is going to be destroyed. Come on, help us. Yeah, yeah. So you end up having, but I like all the stuff with Flash. I like that each character does have their little teeny bit to play, even if it's not important stuff. You have little moments and things like that. You know, you have Jon Stewart save them all with his, you know, construct. He ends up being able to go. Then he makes army men that are <laughs> shooting at people. And you have, like I said, Flash ends up having oh, a no, couple my good only lines here. Construct bullets. Yeah, really. It's also the idea of, you know, then the, all of the Daxamites just center all of their heat vision on I'll him. I'll tell you, there is on a, that. so many here just to imagine like everybody thinks of, I even just like a lot of times just sit down and think of what happened in Injustice you know being a side video game story whatever Superman going evil terrifies me now that you have a whole army just going like there is nothing you can pretty much do in this whole situation so yes we have the greatest heroes on earth right here there is nothing they can do with this amount of like you know Daxamite people with Superman's powers coming after. I'm like, yeah, this is a, this is no one situation where I'm just constantly turning the page before I even read the thing, just waiting to see how long Madame Xanadu was until she showed up here. We're like, because you guys got nothing at this point. I'm telling you, you got like so many people, like you have a Daxamite holding on to all, both arms of Superman, both legs, and somebody grabbed her. I'm like, yeah, there's nothing Superman will be able to do in this situation because they all have his power. Yeah, yeah. And that's crazy. It is crazy. 
uh, what's going on. But yeah, you can't have anything but, it seems like we said, magic going on Because even to by save the time it. Xanadu does show up and is able to send a magical burst to get everybody blown back, pretty much the only deal we're left with it here is like, all right, you all are terribly hurt now that I finally showed up. I got to like, teleport us out of here because there's nothing you can do. I know I'm the magic user. I am the freaking ace in the hole here, but... Even me cannot take care of a whole army and take care of you people. We no, got to get out no. of here and retreat and regroup. Yeah, really. They're going to get out of there. And even when you have that stuff, you have Batman with Xanadu and it gets a little hokey. I mean, it really does. And it gets to the point where y- you start to really wonder, like, has she ever heard of Batman? And Batman has never met. That was a problem before. I had in the last issue. And I have the issue here because now he has to almost start acting silly. Where she's like, I, I have seen world-ending events since I sat at the round table with King Arthur. Okay, we're playing this game. All right, let me take off my belt. Maybe and they deserve I'm, a knight in shining armor instead of me, Xanadu. Lady. Let me talk like, to you away in words doing? you'll understand now since you're talking about Arthurian legends. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very silly to me as if Madame Xanadu is caught in this time warp that she can't. I don't understand what you're saying. Milady, let me kneel down. King Arthur's nice sworn oath to always keep the truth. Telling you, he's eating one Will of those huge things. you trust me to do things? the same? No, you're not one of King Arthur's knights. Get away no. from me, Batman. I, I swear to God, now Arise, they show Dark me. Knight, he's eating a huge turkey, must. a huge turkey leg that he got it's at the, the Renaissance, Renaissance Fair. And my lady, a little and fife like, right there, just playing as he dances around. You. All of a sudden, somebody on stilts is walking around juggling stuff. Yeah, just the. That's what I imagine London's like all the time, though. Yeah, really. I mean, the Renaissance Fair to me is actually modern <laughs> London. You end up having the ladies, we're having, I forget what they called it, the, the minstrel wenches. I'm like, that's not appropriate. You stop that. And the, the minstrel or the minstrel, did you say? No, well, both. The falconeer will be having gross. a exhibition, and the king's knights will be performing human chess games. I'm like, what Amazing. the hell is going on? I am going every saying, day I I'm can. I'm saying to my, my family, this place is bull crap. Uh, you, you end up paying to get in to pay more money. That's all that place is. I hate it. And it's big around our area. But yeah. So much ends fun. Up, I just like her. She's like, perhaps I'll turn you into a true bat. Oh, well, milady, wait a second while I kneel and pretend that I am Lancelot. And you're like, no, no, no. Stop your games. There's stuff. No, She's ahead. like, oh, now that you've said it this way. Yeah, I'm involved. I'm in. Let's go. Now that you speak my language, Batman, I shall endeavor you with your quest. Yes, indeed. So they're going to go off. And this is a very, very quick moving issue. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you. I was actually – it's one of those weird things. But by the time it was done, I was actually a little mad for like, you know, how quick it was. But I was also very thankful because by the time I would get done a Scott Snyder issue of Just League, I'd have to wonder – what did I just read half the time? Are they explaining the things I want to explain? This is pretty much a very simple story, which it's at this point in time, simple, I appreciate which may be that. what we need. Maybe. And, and yeah, overall, it's not even as if it's, oh, it's such a clever and well thought nope. out story that no, it's simple. And it's straight is to the point. You don't get lost anywhere. You're watching yeah. everything as it unfolds and you don't, you're not left to like at the end, scratching your head, wondering what you read and if you are indeed a dummy. Yes, it, it, that's that's one of the best things about it. Now, you the get one thing I am getting a little bit pissed off, though, is that the Hall of Justice, for all the things we saw, how impervious it was, it seems like anybody and their mother can get into this place. Eradicate just goes in, punches down a door, and broadcasts himself on every television in the world about his complete dominance. And, like, well, I'll be out and about in the next day or so to eradicate all of you, so please, stand down. 
Yes, yeah. And so you end up and getting here's a little woman. They left her behind. I'm going to shake her by the neck here a little bit. Yeah, and I, I ended up, while that's going on, all of a sudden he's talking. You see him go in. He's in the Hall of Justice. He's typing these things, and I'm like, all of a sudden, one of them said, where was she? She's there. I'm a boy. It looks like she's what? a big puppet. Now, I'm telling you, you see him walking in. You see, And it seems at points they are not showing fully his deal, but then all of a sudden he just grabs her from the side. Hey, here she is. Oh, yeah. I got Wonder Woman. And uh, yeah, and, and then that's a they big go reveal off. just to share the whole thing. Like I'm telling you, you have the Justice League who are this world's protectors. You have the Eradicator just dangling Wonder Woman. None of the other Justice League around. I'm like, okay, maybe I should have prepared myself to get eradicated here because obviously there's nothing we can do at this point. Yeah, so I, I do like that. Now, as this was going on, I did look up, and there are multiple uh, things that explain why Superman is uh, vulnerable to magic. And one that I'm just going to say I'm going with, Eric, is sure. that there is no magic at all in Krypton. Uh, on Earth, the heroes and everybody else have been bred through with magic users over the years, and they end up having a bit of a resistance to something that Superman or Kryptonians never ended or up Daxamites. being. Uh, or Daxamites. They never, and that's what is used to explain in some runs why the Kryptonians are Summarize. full out just scientists and don't deal with that magic nonsense. All right. That is one of the explanations over the years. They say the one person that I was looking up that somebody asked the question why. And the person's like, there are probably 700 different explanations being uh-huh. the one everybody is to the idea that a ancient m- magician ended up cursing Krypton. So there's a lot of crazy things going on. So it's one of those where they just go, I, I believe now that you're right, as it's just he's vulnerable like everybody else, but he's vulnerable to other things too. You know, like, an, uh, I don't know, no. some crazy <laughs> deal. I, I don't know, going and uh, being... T- taken into i don't know know. i'm just saying it's just funny where what else are you uh, you know invulnerable to or vulnerable to and he just out of nowhere it's it's magic just because i bet that was a shock to him it might have been he's like i don't know what this magic is but what what would you give this i ended up giving this a seven out of ten i enjoyed the art a lot in this and the thing is it's this i do appreciate it for being a straightforward kind of issue I do kind of want more of it because out of it because it is so straightforward and it didn't get done so quick. But overall, it's like, you know, it's a big fight scene is what you got. And it was okay. Yeah. It's just I wanted a little bit more by the time it was done. But I still am having fun with this whole idea of the Eradicator, like you know, taking on a Daxamite army to make a new Krypton. That's a cool thing here. I just hope we get more out of it. Do you know how many more issues? Is it one more issue? No, the story? thing is, what's weird is you kept I pushing did tell that. you. No, I did tell you that the story seems to end and go. But is it possible that... It continues on in the way because it does end up in Tartarus on Themyscira, but is that a continuation of this with what's happening to Wonder Woman? So that's I thought, well, maybe that is just a continuation. When I'm looking for these solicits to see Eradicator does this, Eradicator does that, and he kind of seemed to disappear, but it may be a continuation and, and venditti does like to stretch things out in that sure way it does so, and that's one yeah, of those things though, because even looking at this it really does remind me of a hawkman issue where at first i didn't enjoy that as well but i still need more substance out of it for the long haul of this whole situation right now being the second issue i think it's fine for what we get i will just need more down the line a little bit yeah i'm with you and i think that if this is something where indeed you know wonder woman is completely dead there or you know whatever may happen and they have to go get her out of hell or something then that's, that's pretty, pretty cool. cool yeah i'll go with that i'm gonna what did you give it did seven you out of ten yeah i'm gonna give it a seven five i i like the art a lot it's and good. i thought that where you have it i'll give it props that you have 
a, a big fight, but I like the individual things. I like the talk between the team. I like seeing them trying to figure out what they have to do, even if it means portal us out, out of here we got to get the hell out oh God, that is something go. that i'm hurting so you know, bad right now please yeah, leave. yeah that might that's something where at some point you, you just, just have to do it i mean you're looking at them wonder woman is there with her weapon but you have flash he's hurt you have you know john trying to keep him together superman is beat up batman's there i mean they are in disarray and you end up having to retreat and that is a pretty cool thing to see even though and it's not like a scott snyder thing this isn't a oh man i thought that the team was gonna win finally and now oh, they're not winning no it was a they were losing the, the entire fight. time since and it's the a fight progression of the fight so the idea of them losing yeah i can go with that more than we're on the, you know, in the sixth dimension. Especially when the fight entirely and- hinged on Batman getting back with Xanadu. And by the time he did, they were already defeated. Late. Man, they were trying to pretty much, you know, waste the time to get him there. And when he got there, yeah, it was a little too late for this day. But we'll see how it's going on and see what's up with Wonder Woman. But yeah, 7-5. But we're going to move on to the next issue, which is Batman. And the the big thing about this issue, this is one of those issues that there's more involved, it seems, for people than actually what's going on in the issue. And to me, do you think that this is, we always say a gimmick or things, do you think that you end up having punchline? This is the first appearance. I, I don't necessarily think that was a gimmick at first, but somehow it became that and people went with it. You I, know I what don't I mean? know why this would be a big thing and not like the I first, you know, the first like image of the designer or something like that. That's not the big thing. It seems like Punchline, the new Harley Quinn S character is the big thing. Yeah, but it's funny that we I see the know. designer in the same deal. Nobody is it a cares. double deal? I know. Nobody does. And to me, I'm I don't sitting think here that thinking many people that when, care in general. When uh, Tony Daniels did the Dark Knight series, the beginning of the New 52, and he Introduced that new character, White Rabbit, and she was all over. You'd always see her in the background about you know, like the Batman mm-hmm. book and the detective comics, stuff like that. And even when we even get to Forever Evil and the Arkham War, like tie into that whole thing, she was always in the background. We got that one big first arc with her and Tony Daniels Dark yeah. Knight, and then she disappeared forever. And I imagine the same thing's gonna happen with Punchline. Well, May. The thing is, though, people didn't go gaga like sure they are for this. I mean, I saw somebody buying this issue for $400 on eBay, I'm and so sorry. I understood the idea of Naomi when Brian Michael Bendis was writing Naomi and everybody was trying to grab those because this is a guy that has done miles and his first appearance is worth a lot. He ends up doing Reary. He ends up having a track record of these young characters where they seem to hit. And when they do hit, they hit big. Uh, This is just what appears to be a darker amalgam of Harley Quinn. And it's by Tynan who has no track record of making things like this stick or work. And so people were. You just tell me that mother is a huge this. deal. No, I'm telling you, Batman, yeah. Robin Eternal's <laughs> no, mother, no, huge villain. No. He just, it's whatever. And it's just because Harley was so big. The League big. of Shadows, Jim, a no, little thing called the League no, of Shadows. No, a little thing that's no, it's not. And so when you get all this, the idea that people are like, oh man, this could be the next Harley. Well, really. It's the next Harley. This is not anything that's. Oh my God! This could be like that character. Tony, and it, it seems like, well, like it's so just we have a character. side shadowy profile of punch looking. It's punchline looking through binoculars, and then the lower mouth for one panel. Yeah. First appearance. I'm like right now, and she just doesn't. She might be in clown makeup. She doesn't seem as fun as Harley Quinn. No, and, and we're and at a point where they, people are getting sick of Harley Quinn. So why would yeah. you introduce a Harley Quinn light? 
that that's the problem i i think i have with it but this is one of those that people do go with the speculation this collectible stuff where most of the people are grabbing it for their and that's one of those things. you know what i'm always backwards on everything so because i think it's a joke it's going to blow up and be the, mo- well, the biggest yeah, issue I mean, ever it doesn't i think that most of the people are like well if i invest 30 dollars in a bunch of issues it may be $30 lost, but I may end up making $10,000. Yeah. they are they're going with that. It doesn't happen for me. But it ends up with the Jim, idea. Jim, I bought all of the 1995 Power of the Four Star Wars I, figures. You yes. can't give those to people no, anymore. No, you can't. You can't. What, what do they call those? They're hangers. What do they call? <laughs> Shelf warmers? Shelf warmers, warmers. They are. Yeah. So you end up. People all go, uh, you know, everybody does this. I'm saying, I, I even see people in reviews saying, man, this is the, the big issue. This is, yeah, the, it's for different I'll reasons. I'll see you in Batman number and, 90. Calm down yeah, with this punchline yeah, nonsense. Really. And then punchline, I think her next appearance is people actually going to be caring. in Hell Arisen. I'm just saying, though, people weren't caring about the backstory to Gunhawk and Mr. Teeth. No. That's no, not the no, big draw? This near fool, Mr. Teeth. That's why I wish he was talking like Mr. T. Uh, but yeah, Batman 89 is what we're talking about. Written by James Tynion the Fourth, art by Carlo Pagulan, Gillian March, Denny, Mickey, Tamo Moray, and Clayton Cowles. I'll tell you, I love the art in this. We continue our kind of mystery, this issue, by taking out the new villains just as we get to know them and setting up some things for the Joker War coming up. And the designer shows up and he looks damn ridiculous. I mean, he's a How joke. How can somebody I, call it the designer when they don't have any kind of style? I, I don't know. Maybe they say it ironically, Eric, is what I think. Uh, like Alanis Morissette told. The designer looks ridiculous, but who cares? Most people seem concerned for old punchline. And what the joke is. Like he up walked to in a goodwill and said yes anyway. to everything. Yeah, really. He's in Macklemore's thrift shop video. <laughs> he's, he's doing, I don't know if that's how it goes. You know, <laughs> you, know you know that one. It says, you know, the song that somehow sounds like a squeaky door to me now. And, uh, yeah, you end up, and I showed you the designer. <laughs> and it, we just started laughing. And I thought right away that he looked like, uh, you know, he's pretty much craven gone wild right but it's even better because optimus prime ended up putting who wore it best and it's saber tooth it's just ridiculous that giant looking. freaking mane on the oh back of his arms god it made me giggle so much it made you, he looks giggle. like the love child of onomatopoeia and saber tooth <laughs> and then somebody like you said who got lost in a thrift shop, and the only way they could get out, they were in like a supermarket sweep, grabbing <laughs> stuff. They, he has a ham underneath just, that. that just even looking with the like the different like jet, like the like metal, the metals from like the military and stuff like that. Yeah. The camo pants, the big old like the boa most kind of ridiculous thing, thing the I've ever gold seen. Chains hanging down. I'm like, you said yes to everything. He said, he said yes You're to everything. You're a hoarder, aren't you? He is the. You know, crazy version. Uh, does he have a Sergeant Pepper's uniform on his? I mean, what what is this? Is this stolen valor? Because you look ridiculous. He's got a cape. <laughs> he's, got he's wearing a shawl over he's his got, shoulders because he's, he's got a little cold. Mr. T's gold chains on and a tie. <laughs> Just a white mask that goes over with a D Just, down the front I'm of his nose. At it right now. White mask with a D. He's got a what appears to be a suit and tie. He's got gold chains galore. I'm surprised he does not end up having a Volkswagen medallion. He ends up having medals out the wazoo. I need to know what they were for. He's got shoulder pads. He's got a huge mane of fur. He has a cape. I mean, really, the thing that happens with this is- 
I need to see more because I know that he's going to be sporting some other ridiculous things. I see kind of the boots and they even have a weird thing on top. But I'm telling you on the back, he probably has some other things. He's probably got accessories. This is the most ridiculous looking character there has ever been he is a joke he is and really i can't take him seriously now and i wanted batman to see there's somebody he left i don't even know if we're supposed to because the idea of punch on and joker coming in like they're really just overshadowing this new character designer and what's happening is nobody cares anymore because you've actually made the the plot line to what we're doing here so convoluted that we're talking about other things in this issue my whole point is that it shows you just imagine i'm telling you i went back to look at this one scene because we had catwoman digging up a grave in the last issue and we like we took care of the designer before we buried him here we she digs up the grave and there's a dead joker body in there i'm like Oh my. And then there she's surrounded by a top hat guy, a bowler cap kind of guy. Could even have a ball cap guy behind her fighting her. And then all of a sudden the Joker body in the graves starts having all this green smoke come out that starts talking to her. You have Harley Quinn show up and then she's fighting off with Catwoman. And it turns out to be we have a Joker body who was a. It was a henchman of the Joker who the Joker put here to act as a clue for Batman when he would get here at the designer's grave who he doesn't know about. But and, the yeah. thing is, the the designer is actually the one with the technology who's making these people with the green smoke do his control yeah. and talk through him. But I don't understand how because I don't know anything about this villain. Yeah, and also, I mean, there was somebody. God, I'm so this, this leads back to the idea. I mean, Catwoman seemed to say, "We took care of this in Potter's Field." I'm going to dig up this grave to see if he's still there. At some point, it seemed like Bloom. they did bury a body. <laughs> So yeah. where did that body go? He I, got I up mean, and went to the goodwill. Lazarus? <laughs> Damn right he did. He went there and bought everything. <laughs> I, I'm telling you. He, he even said, you know, they're like, okay, we got everything here that you need. What else could you use? And he's like, well, I need that thing that goes between my legs, kind of like, you know, Chun Li and Street Fighter. I mean, I need that, <laughs> but make it green, not blue, please. Uh, just everything is ridiculous. And yeah, what happened to the body? There, there are things. And when we did the last issue, this one's a lot more fun, I'll tell you. I had a hoop uh, reading this. But last issue, I got angry because I kept saying, I don't understand this. It wasn't necessarily me saying, I don't understand what this part is. The, the overall, it was kind of that. It was, but it was more, what is the overall story yeah. that I said? You know, where is this tie? And I even said to you, where do you get these villains where all of a sudden you have, you know, Mr. Teeth show up and they get, oh, no. It's the the amount of assassins that were supposed to go. It's in effect. Well, there's a good chance that there's things like this that have happened all along. Where is that real, real cue? Where is that real thing that is the the tip where they come in and shine something? Or all of a sudden you see them dressed a certain way or things like that. It doesn't matter anymore, I don't think. I don't think that any of this setup really matters. And now, because you put Punchline and Joker in and then reveal how ridiculous looking this designer is, everybody just wants the Joker more now. Of this designer yeah. thing. So it's like, all right, who's the bigger bad here? This character yeah. who looks ridiculous or the Joker? And a character who you have teaming up with a new protege, a Harley, you know, kind of amalgam, a, a new Harley, which I do want to point out something that you. Ended up 
reminding me of that there was a big deal in the New 52. Oh, for where the, you the, did during see, the death of the family? Yeah, the death the of the family, where you did see the idea that Harley was the 80th Harley. Exactly. There, when she was putting that room during of death Harley. of the family, and she was putting that room with Harleys that came before you think you were the first Harley Quinn. Yeah, and she wasn't. So I hope that that kind of is this, but I don't think it will be because no. they don't want to make it that. But that's all it seems to me. And I don't mind it. I really no. don't mind what's going on there. But you are, you have to know, this is also another thing in my mind where you ended up having at the DCYOU. And this is more of just in line of when you have a story that you're trying to tell and then you distract people, you end up having a Jim Gordon Batman. He's in the Bat Bunny robot suit, the Transformer Batman. And not many people liked it, but you're ending up doing that. And then you I liked it just fine. Wayne I just hated back. Mr. Bloom. I, I liked it okay. But then you brought Bruce Wayne back. Yes, he wasn't Batman. He didn't remember things, but he was always around. So you were just waiting yep. for Bruce to become Batman again. And it really quo. lessened the story. It really ended up cutting your story off at the knees. You have this Batman here where you put Joker in and you best believe that the Joker's going to be what everybody's excited about. And add on to that a new collectible punchline character. Nobody cares about this story of the designer anymore. They now want Joker War. Then you've done that. And in the meantime, then you're going to make this probably a 120,000 seller. And that's, you know, the whole deal of building something on a foundation of sand. You were at 70. You didn't jump to 120 or whatever it will be. You didn't jump to that because of your story. You didn't jump to that because it's intriguing and everybody's in with this mystery. You jumped to it because you ended up doing a gimmick that ended up hitting. That's all. So you end up here where you're going to learn more about Mr. Teeth. You're going to learn about Gunsmith. They're okay. I like the designs enough, but pretty generic setups. And then Mr. Teeth, I'm oh, telling you. That's the thing. It's the idea that we did get a background on Gunhawk or Mr. Teeth here. I actually found like funny because we it moved so past cool. them so quickly before. And I'm like, yeah. all right, they're just characters to make up the five killers that we need for the designer. Yeah, that's all. Kind of thing. And that's like, where I said to, to recognize these guys as the big it's okay. You have the five killers. You do start out with Penguin going into the hospital. I need to be helped. This this is just pretty much to, okay, the Penguin has to be get him over there. He'll be okay. Let's go. And that's where you have Batman's like, okay, now I think I'm going to get to work. I'm going to go. And by the way, let me tell you about the gunsmith. He's a guy who likes to use experimental weapons and he can make a gun out of things that are in an electronic shop in a, in a, uh, airport, and that's why they call him Gunsmith, and he killed some people, and there you go. Boom, and then he's taken It's out. a weird thing, though, because I don't think they're playing enough for the idea that we are going after the people that originally did the design, and that's why the Penguin killed all those people who are close to yeah. him and stuff like that. And the Joker sure- seems to have lead up to this, is that lead up with him. He's killing all the things trying to get rid of some people as well, but I, you know, what does that... It seems like that- he is in the background though, because so he did make a deal outside of what these, like, the, no. the the big thing seems to be before the Catwoman, the Riddler, and the Penguin were the orchestrators who went to the designer, came up with this plan, and apparently killed him. But now that the thing has gotten the motion, we have, you know, it looks like Mr. Teeth and the Gunhawk were Mr. on their Teeth. way to uh, kill the Riddler for where he was hiding out at, and that's where Batman tracked him down. No. At. This whole scene, though... It seems so weird to have because I didn't really understand the idea where we get to see on a a video link that Riddler is being confronted by the designer. And then we have to go through this 
really, yeah, really convoluted. stupid kind of thing where the ruler is making hand gestures for an yeah. alphanumeric keypad. The, the letter Sphinx is seven seven four four six nine, and then the, what is the riddle of the Sphinx? All oh, this thing. Well, the answer is man, and an alphanumeric keypad man is six two six, which I guess is the code to his system, so they can go through his network. I'm like. All these things, like, you want to do something with a Riddler, because when Tom King would do the Riddler, it would be a third grader's, you know, idea of what a Riddler yeah. was. It was awful whenever Tom King would do it. But Ooh, even my. using the Riddle and the Sphinx, of, like, yeah, remember, I, like, the whole thing, uh, like, well, I'm trying to get to the part where he's talking about the Sphinx's Riddle. What walks yeah. on four legs in the morning, two legs at the midday, and three legs in the evening. And it's one of the most generic riddles of all. And the it whole is. thing it's is, very I, like, famous. I, that's why I hate the Riddler, because nobody can ever do anything good with it, but just the idea that it's an alphanumeric keypad for what man is on that for a 626 being the thing that Batman then has to type in all right now I have access to the Riddler's you know network and stuff like that let's see what he was been up to and stuff I'm like you did a lot of things here that just felt really out of yeah. place yeah. and you yeah. know like you, you really lost me in the story for this whole thing because I'm telling you I had to go back and read it like why are we trying to figure this oh his network I got you but yeah. we never yeah, do you didn't anything have with a real it. good progression of it and it just ends up and he's like well it looks like he wanted the Riddler wanted us to watch this video, but he didn't want the sound and he had this and now he's making gestures and then he's doing this and he finds they get this, you know, pinging of who this is. But really, it is already what they're watching. They really take what they're taking from this mainly is the look of the designer saying, but it also gives us our technology for this issue, which James Tynan is going to introduce new technology. Yeah. This whole thing Because one of the things that the Riddler had on his network was a location pinging a for tracer. where Deathstroke was. Yeah. That's so basically gonna... all they get out of this is the tracer pretty much of Deathstroke. And yeah, they're going to send the, the deal. Well, you can go into the thing. You can tell us about this crazy new gadget there, Eric. You they're, excited about they're it? They're just drones that are going yeah. after Deathstroke while he's on a motorcycle. I'm like, okay. And the thing is, they mean so little. We immediately go back because now we have Harley Quinn and Catwoman show up with the freaking body of like uh, Merlin and stuff. I'm like, I don't know why we even had to show that except for that you needed to have the idea that we're, we're continuing on with our technology. Yeah. Yeah, and and even when you're going through this, when you get Mr. Teeth, you get this whole, you know, thing of him. The Portland police called him the Tooth Eater because he killed people, got their teeth, and surgically put them in their stomach. But he didn't like the name. So I'm like, I I don't care. I really don't care about the the Mr. Teeth. I mean, and then he just gets punched. But yeah, through this whole thing, they end up going and seeing a video that then allows them to find out the code – to put it into the computer so that they can trace and find out where Deathstroke is. That's all this is. The big important thing would be seeing who the designer is, which they tried to trace all that. And they're like, no, there's nobody on file that dresses that ridiculous. So we don't know who that is. But you could even have just avoided all of this and had <laughs> Lucius just say, one of the cameras on a, a stop sign just pinged Deathstroke's driving through the city. That's all it was. And then you get the, you know, the tech. And there's, who's there's Deathstroke going, going after is the big question, though, but we don't even address that because we had Sh- uh, Cheshire and Merlin show up at the cemetery to kill Catwoman. And the only reason that she, I guess they didn't because Harley Quinn was there, but then we yeah, have she two of the biggest assassins in the world right here. And we, we had this whole thing where because it's Harley Quinn and Catwoman, they're able to take them out, no problem, yeah. and even drag them back to Riddler's hideout yeah. where Batman's waiting for them. Yeah, these are 
two of you the biggest assassins. You just nerfed Merlin yeah. and Cheshire so yeah. bad in this issue. Yeah. so bad. And not even and that. The thing is, you know what? Maybe they didn't because I was actually plan. mad at – No, no. I was mad at the beginning of the whole thing when Merlin and Cheshire showed up. And the only thing wrong with Cheshire is that she had a bandage over most. Like, you were hit by a truck. What are you even yeah. doing here? Well, here's the thing, though. She was hit by a truck and she's there, but yet Harley and Catwoman can take her to the mountain now. That's even that makes it even more ridiculous in this thing. But through this whole deal, you did have Batman. I got to talk to Catwoman. I got to talk to Catwoman. And then you end up where look at this baby and shows the designer. I'm laughing again, seeing that she's like, damn it. He has Eddie. I'm like, well, what's going on? Eddie. <laughs> Penguin's still in danger if he's alive and Joker, if he's ready to come out of hiding ah! and start screaming. I'm like, please settle down. And then you end up having Batman say, what is going on? And it gets a little handsy. It looks like he's really applying the pressure there. He's called the designer years ago. I made a deal with him and uh, we all did Gotham's biggest beds. I'll tell you everything. I'm sorry. And I'm like, no, 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 tell us everything. I need to know what's going on. I don't need this Next extended issue, like this. Next and, issue. Yeah, and then you have to end with Joker and the mouth of the punchline. Punch and again, that takes you off of, okay, what's more exciting? Is I it more just exciting a know, designer though, Where we this? have the designer's grave where the Joker, again, put you know an old henchman of his in there that was dressed like him. Like, at what point was Batman supposed to find this grave and dig it up and like leave a clue for Batman? Because yeah, he didn't know it, about it the designer. It doesn't make sense. And like I said, it seemed as if they were t- – you know, you had Catwoman digging up because, oh, my God, it looks like the designer's back, but we killed him and buried him. How could this be? Digging him up and then having a body of a henchman of the Joker is one thing. But what happened originally when they think that they, it seemed, killed him and put him in? Did the Joker resurrect him? Did the Joker get there? Was he never in there? I don't know. And I'm really worried that we're not going to find out. It's just going to go from here as a, oh, that was clever and let's move on. It makes no sense. And And so the whole story of this is the... You know, the bad guys in Gotham, all of a sudden they realized there were five assassins. They freaked out, started killing things to, you know. Make sure that nobody was targeting them around house. They couldn't get targeted. They're ending up fighting. Everything's going on. And Catwoman knows something in Batman. There's nothing really here. It's a lot of hocus pocus and sleight of hand to get us. And then you add the Joker in and you, you just ruin it. You have and the not Joker only that, there. but the Joker who has the whole idea where he has a freaking cork board yeah, with everybody's pictures it. lined up for who Jason Todd is, who Dick Grayson is, Tim Drake, mm-hmm. Damian Wayne, Barbara Gordon. He knows who everybody is in the Bat family and he's going to be going after them. And that's like yeah. right there. You just took all the excitement out of this story because what you're dealing with in your little epilogues is way more important and exciting. Yeah, it is. And also, I, I'd love it if you ended up having Jason come in the room and he's like, I'm going to get that stink. Oh, he put me on his portrait here, Bruce. Well, what the hell can I get? A- Joker thinks I'm important. Look at me. He, he put and, you on uh, corkboard. Yeah, All right, yeah, calm down. There. And then, uh, of course, then Jason would trip and hit his head on a crowbar is what would happen in there because that's what always happens. But what would you give this? I like the art a lot in this whole issue, and the thing is, like, there's a lot of stuff that's really fun. Like, I actually think that Catwoman and Harley Quinn showing up here and fighting stuff off, and, like, it's a little highly unlikely for me that the idea that these two trained assassins couldn't do more damage to Harley Quinn and Catwoman than they did, but for what it is, 
I like this pairing. I actually like this whole idea of Gotham where we have Batman, Harley Quinn, and Catwoman all hanging out together, and they're mm-hmm. all okay with each other. It's a cool dynamic. I just want to know more about what the designer is and not you know, thinking to myself, man, I can't wait to see what happens next in the next story arc because that seems like it's going to be really cool after this story's over with that just yeah. wants to show me bat tech. But overall, I'm still having fun here. I just wish that we would get more to the point of what You're the story go is. 6.5. No, I'm going to go to a 7. I want to be okay. positive about this because oh I like this issue more than last issue okay, because yeah. of the fun I got to have from it. But it's just that it really seems to be taking its time and but not giving us I much agree. in the same like way that it's doing that. It's, it's a weird situation that I'm in where I want to like this way more than I do, but I'm still having fun in the long run. Okay, this is another thing that we kind of we didn't talk about, but I just want to bring it up because it does affect my score a little bit. Is the idea that we do start and we are centering the the main impetus of this story is that damn you Bruce Wayne, how dare you try to make the city better? He he is ending up you know making his plans to make the buildings better. He's building new things. He's making things that are torn down better and all this. And this has to be pushed as a thing that most of the city is angry about. You have these people, these you know nurses, doctors, whatever they whoever, but they're there reading in Gotham Mercy Hospital, reading about that crazy lunatic billionaire. You mean the guy who we're always seen doing all the things and people love him? And now he's the lunatic billionaire who's tearing up half the city to how dare him make it better and and build stuff for us that has been torn down and ripped apart. It's ridiculous to me. And that is basically why the designer is here, because he's mad. Because how dare you change the city? I imagine the commute's gotten a lot worse throughout the city. You always got people like, you know, slowing stuff down. Traffic's at a standstill. You just want to get across town. But still, that isn't somebody who's yelling, that lunatic billionaire who's now spending millions of dollars to make the city better. It's such an oddly forced deal where you never had the thing where you would normally have where they tear down a building and you realize that homeless were squatting in there, but he didn't care. I don't know. When when people down the street from where we live are putting on these giant, you know, billboard signs in this weird, like stylistic way, people didn't have to pay for it. They They lost their minds. Well, but that's also something that they're making money off of. A lot of this stuff, I don't even think that Bruce will be making money. He is like making shelters and things. It would make him look better, I guess, but he might be building more hospitals. He might be building. It doesn't seem like he's just, like if they ended up where he said, you know, I got to get things better. I got to be uh, the only way I can do this is making seven million other Wayne buildings that are just for us. Wayne Industries. That's when he seems to be trying to renovate the city. And that's the problem. And again, if you ended up having a twist where you did have the designer and Bruce wasn't thinking and he was desecrating some Indian burial ground and he's moving the headstones, but not the grave, something like that. Then I can go. But the idea that people are there, that lunatic billionaire tears up half the city, builds build something sight unseen. He, uh, this guy here no is just mad because but he's like, I don't want to I want to have a say in that shelter and thinks it's a little too much. It's it's so forced that you have a Bruce Wayne building things, and this is why everybody's triggered about it. And that first scene is only there because you have gotten away from that already in your story that I think they're afraid. People forgot what this is all about. That's why the designer's here, because Bruce is doing too much, and the design of the city isn't you know with him. The feng shui is off. 
here in the city, I'm going 6-5. I thought that you were going to be with me with 6-5. I do like the art a lot, but really having the designer look that ridiculous, that got a couple points higher (laughs) for me. But to be reminded again, like I said, that this whole thing where he ended up making a deal and both sides made deals with the devil. You thought that he was dead. We dug him up and it's not that. And all it has to do with is Bruce Wayne building buildings. Screw that. That's that's not that interesting a setup to get this be all end all of the villains. That is, you know, whatever happened in the original thing. Like, what is the designer going and saying, listen, if anybody screws with the layout of this city, you guys, we're, we're getting together. I don't know what the No, that seems to be, be like the starting pistol where the thing is where they go to the designer and say, if, you know, if somebody like a Bruce Wayne ever comes and does this, we need to take the city back. So we need you to come in. But that's, again, taking- that's to me, that's not a great setup. It would be like me and you saying, listen here, me, right now, me and you are making a pact. And this will be for real right now. If anybody starts building buildings that we don't like here in Quakertown, me and you are getting together and taking it to the streets. Yeah, just, We're not that's the Gotham not, Underground. But I'm saying, the why would the Gotham Underground care that Bruce Wayne's building a new hospital? Why would why would a penguin? Penguin may, you could say, well, he might have this and his business opportunities or stuff, but this might make it better for everybody. The Riddler is upset that there's a new homeless shelter being built. Or a new rec center? It just seems silly that this is what was the thing that got them all to come together and make a deal of it happen. And it's just if somebody tries to build It seems like he's revamping all of Gotham downtown and stuff like this at this point. Yeah, that's, that's what it seems like. Yeah, I'm just I don't like know more that, than rec centers and hospitals no, and orphanages saying, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but what we're saying is he's we're making cleaning up the, the city, city and getting rid of the yeah. crime. He's nothing about crime saying he's building buildings. You know, Batman's going to take care of it. He's not had anything where he said, I'm going to give the Gotham PD $10 trillion to get 7 million more people. He, we don't even know what he's doing. That's another problem is the idea that he's renovating the city because he's upset at what happened in city of Bane. The city is pretty much wrecked and he's giving the money. They don't have to pay taxes. The people in the city, he's giving the money to them. To build this up because he feels responsible, though they don't know why, and they're mad about it. And this was set up that that's where the villains are all going to join together. How dare he make the downtown, you know, where you can walk at night and and stuff like that. Again, I could see a penguin finding out a way to exploit this. A Riddler, what is he going to care? A Catwoman, she'll have more things to rob. The, The better the city is, the more people in that point. She's not doing it now, but back in the day, she would have. I just, I don't really get that whole thing hitting very well for me of the idea of renovating the city is the cause of a problem and things being set in motion. So I'm going to go six, five though, because I did like the art and all of that. But I think that most people have forgotten that it was about, you know, the designer's first move was to change blueprints for something that was going on as if there was something a little more to it that we we're going to find out something a little more special about it, but we never did at least up till now. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I I think we're well past that, though. We're on the fourth deal, and basically we're just going with uh, some weird, you know, things. I think he's lost interest in what actually was the start of his story. But we'll move into the Legion of Superheroes number four, written by Brian Michael Bendis, art by Ryan Sook, Michael Janine, Wade Van Grail, Badger, Jordy Bell, Aaron, Dave Sharp. We finally get to see what John's orientation is all about, and I am glad to see some character moments and see what they're all about. But I actually want more about the setting that they're in. That is the more of a mystery. See what's going on with the rules, stuff like that. But 
really not much is going on. And then at the end, you have Aquaman's trident stolen. That's, I really don't know what to say about this issue. There's really not a lot that you can really talk about. Except well, the thing is, we are getting the background characters. of the main three that we talked about we would have liked right away in this whole thing with Lightning Lad, Saturn Girl, no. and Cosmic Boy, and the whole idea that R.J. Brand brought them together. But that is the biggest thing about this whole deal. Besides the reimagining of our you know, Legion of Superhero characters, R.J. Brand was a man who actually brought the Legion together in original continuity. Now we find out that the Madam President is the new version of this R.J. Yeah. Brand, and also R.J. Brand at the end, before the New 52 happened, you found out that he was actually a Derlin as well. And in disguise as a human being but this being the whole thing now where we have the madam president who seems to hate the legion now and the idea that they're messing around with time and stuff it seems like a weird new take on the old legion that we had before yeah and like you said we learn about the three i don't really think that i learned anything that was making me like them more hate them more anything it just kind of You know, you get it and you move on because I want to know what's going on now and in the here and now. And I want to see them interact. I still think that this you have too many characters in this. So when you pull out of this orientation, uh, you get that little things. But then you're back into just tons of people and the big mystery who stole back the trident. Uh, It just is not that interesting to me. And even just the little things. The dialogue is so just, it's over the top. Oh, you yeah. have a lot of this Bendis dialogue, but even to the point where there's Superboy, right? Superboy, you, his name is John, but he seems to be confused that people have two names. I know he's trying to remember them, but he's like, your name's Rock, but you go by this? Oh, huh, that's weird. I'm like, oh, Rock is I, a I weird name, though, for well, somebody from the 21st the thing, century. Though, but it's not because, I mean, you could even say, like, I know a Rock. We know the Rock. It's everybody's from different planets. But he's like, and your first name is Rock? Yes, Cosmoplay. And you're Lightning Lad, but you're really Garth? I want Lightning? And you're going through this. And the thing is, the sing-song dialogue does not do to me what it's supposed to where i end up saying okay rock cosmic boy because it's so it's just such a here i'm gonna do that just to make you it's just repetitive thing just to let but you're not getting a story we don't really get a story in this whole entire issue until the last page because you're so worried. And the thing is, like we said, I don't know, we the whole thing the with Lightning Lad I thought was actually the best part of the book because I wanted to find out more about these characters and like, you know, who they are in this new take on the Legion. And what we had was, you know, Garth and his twin sister standing up at like a protest for like the science police, you know, going after like, you know, poor people and stuff like that. And Garth's sister, Aya, Ayla, seemed to be the big, you know, like super heroic kind of figure. But when it was time to actually put together, you know, this uh, Legion of Superheroes, they wanted her, but because Garth was there, she wanted no parts of it. But Garth being there before, like, is the invitation still of me? He's like this weird, reluctant hero who is actually, you know, thought to be who he is more than he actually assumes he is. Like the idea, like, yes, I'm a part of this whole thing, but I'm not really that much of a hero, even though I can shoot lightning out of my hands. And I'm really not sure mm. if I should be here. Yeah, I didn't really care for it just because it's pretty much we got the loser of the family and that's our lightning lad. I I just ended up with that like, all right, well, we're going to deal with the sister because we probably will later. That's the setup. But I again, it didn't do anything for me, but I'm not a Legion fan. I really don't care. I just want to get a story. I If I end up where we go and have an issue where some really cool things happen, but unfortunately, I end up not really knowing that that's Lightning Lad, who was a reluctant hero. I'd rather have that than have backgrounds of these that aren't really pushing anything just yet. 
you know, that may be a setup that a sister ends up being something in the story, and that'll be fine when that happens. But right now, I just want something to happen and naturally learn who these characters are. Not just, hey, look, you, you end up having Saturn Girl and she's a telepath, but they uh, people don't leave her planet, but here she is. And then See, you I actually on. wish they would have done more with the, like the uh, Lightning Lad and stuff like that, because the thing is, people on this planet, pretty much everybody is a twin on that. And even in the yeah. old one, he was actually a triplet, and actually his other brother, who was a bad guy, he didn't know about the whole thing. Like the whole, he became a villain okay. of the Legion and stuff like that, but you're not really even dealing with the aspect that everybody here is a twin or has a twin, and that's Man. what they do. And they're like, you know, even like when we move off to Cosmic Boy and Saturn Girl with what they're doing, their background story for the orientation that's jacked in the Superboy's mind, it seems really small compared to what we deal with with Lightning Lad and his sister because it's just like, okay, Saturn Girl, you're inside the collective mind of this whole planet. Um, they, they want you to join this thing over here. Okay, I'm going to go do that. You know, it's like when you go to Rock yeah. Cosmic Boy, he's pretty much doing Olympic style kind of stuff for his planet. And like, man, you're really good at this. They want you to join this over here. This could be big things for you, Rock. You can actually go into leadership roles with being a part of this Federation thing. And I'm like, all right, but I'm saying yeah. we had we had the splash page where he was just kind of you know fighting some people and people were yelling rock and they they enjoy his you know his, how good he is at what he does here. I'm like, there's not a real background. Like I tell you, light, that's the lightning line was my favorite part because we actually got some in depth idea of who the character is compared yeah, to everybody I just, else. I just want a story that's going on. John's there. He's in an orientation. We find out some info that may. You know, the whole thing with Lightning Lab may end up meaning something more by the end. But when we do finally get to a story where you do have Madam Honor, where they go and have a meeting, where they are not going to be Legion heirs at one point. They are going to be part of the government. And then she decides that that's not what they need. They're going to do something a little different. Then they get attacked. And at this point, she does not seem to be against them. No. She ends up, they get attacked and they're like, and this is See, when. That, that seems to be the big mystery in the background with the idea where RJ Brand, being the person who put the Legion together, loves the Legion. Madam Honor is RJ Brand of this. Put them together. But from what we've seen in previous issues so far, Madam Honor yeah. does not seem to be happy with the Legion. And we, uh, that's what you're going to find out going forward. Like, well, what happened but there? Here, we're about to find out. We're about to find out the most important thing of the orientation. And it has to stop because Superboy has to go off because something's going on. They are just about to show who this is who attacked and what they're after, all that it says. Now you are ready to see. Oh, it takes a moment. No, sudden moves, please. Oh, we're done. It, it ends up telling well, even you this if you is going to be the big out, thing. I, I don't think this is going to be the thing that actually puts Madam President all the whole thing because this three – It has like, to. No, I'm saying – To though, me, it's – Because she is just putting these three together and we have a gigantic team after this. I don't think she would have kept it going and like been like you know pissed about the situation well, that she created. Thing. If like this, this is where the, yeah. the, 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 the three first Legionnaires are going to fight off the Horaz well, from attacking no, them. Yeah. yeah, I think that what it was going to say, Jen Kent, Madam Honor, President Brand says this is the most – the moment the Legion of Superheroes was – you know, not allowed was created, you know, banished created. No, I don't think it's going to be created. I it think never it says be. that it stops. I think that she sees how powerful they are and says, no, 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 we can't do this because all of a sudden they are activating their powers yeah. as three. She is there. I don't, think that you're just going to stop and go back and say, Oh, that was when it was created. By the I way, we'll because get back RJ created. Brand put these kids together for the Legion. Oh, I know, but I think that she's going to realize that it's a bad idea that they end up getting attacked because they were there, that they are too powerful. I think that that's the twist. I think that this is the moment that they were banned, or at least was when they became enemies, whatever the case may be, how they term it. I don't think that you would stop Because you have a lot this. of team to put together after this attack. 
Well, I know. But I, I'm telling you, I have a feeling you wouldn't just stop by not saying created. We, that's what you would think. That, that's a cliffhanger. That's not the cliffhanger of the book, but a cliffhanger there. And then all of a sudden, sadly, I must pull you out of the experience. It would be silly to not just say that's when the Legion of Superheroes was created. Oh, I have to pull you out. I do think there's going to be more to this. I think that this is a something. There was no reason why he would delay just one word that we would expect anyway to end up coming back and say, oh, yeah, by the way, that's when they were created. Uh, we'll move on now. I think that there is something else at play. And then you just find out that somebody stole, stole Aquaman's they, they stride. And I'm like, okay, and, now we're back to this. So the whole thing, too. I'm like, we're finally getting the orientation. The orientation is not what I expected it to be at all. We're actually going down and sitting, you know, two to four pages of a background of each individual character. Man. This whole thing. like, And not all of and them. No, just it's just the three, the three big ones. It. it felt weird. Like, okay, this Man. is what we're going to do until we're not. Because now we have to get back to a stolen trident. That is our big story. But I'm still not sure why. Yeah, and we, well, they're going to put water on the planet. I'm saying, though, we're putting water on the new Earth and stuff like that, but, like, I don't know why anybody else wants it and why we just can't do that. And and just the idea, remember what you were saying, and you were even saying that you hope that you would find out why Damien wasn't, you know, things that would be more centered on John and why he's there and what he better watch out for and what he needs to do. That's an orientation. Like I, I went to orientation when I went to West Virginia University. They didn't start off by telling me about the original president of the West Virginia University. They took me around to where my classes were going to be to show me how I get there and all the things I have to do to do that specifically geared towards me. Uh, you have John already going around meeting these people. You could have had him find out these stories you know, not the orientation. So the orientation, it is kind of cool if you are one of the three that, like, yeah, the orientation pretty much is, you know, my background. Right. Is the, that's how you know, big a, a deal I am. Of me. That's, that's me, baby. And I'd love it too. Later, you have the, you know, bouncing boy. Hey, I get a say. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're not even in the orientation. Get out of here. Bounce your way out of the door, fatty. You know, like, Why are you going to say that? Shame at him. Because <laughs> I don't know. I just got to get. But uh, yeah, the art's good. Yeah. But really, nothing happens again. And this we is get not background just characters. So I'm sorry. The Lightning Lad stuff, actually, I sat down and enjoyed. Even the sit down that we can actually deal with Saturn Girl, Lightning Lad, and Cosmic Boy. I wish it was. It's I, too late to me. Well, it's only issue I need four. to know what's going in the actual series. We do not have a story yet. We only have. I have the Aquaman's Trident. Oh, no, I don't have the Aquaman's Trident. We're almost done the first trade, and we have not had any story. You're hinting at things is all you're doing. And, yeah, do you think that the idea of Saturn Girl leaving her planet of telepaths and the hive mind, is that going to play into anything? Because that's nothing No, you want to know about the character zone, where they came from. Yeah, but you could say, where'd you come from? Oh, I went there. We're a hive mind. Boom, done. You could have had this in one panel. Because right now, when I'm going into this, for the stuff, the little things I know about the Legion, because like I said before, when we first started doing this, I'm not a huge Legion guy at all. I know some stuff. I do want to see the differences. So when we get to see them here, it is interesting to agree from I don't know the differences. I don't know anything about them. But yet, when I get this, I don't care by now, and I don't know who you're writing this book for. Brian Michael Bendis seems to be learning. This seems like the the way he writes it is like a little kid writes a report that you're just going down the line, and this happens, and this happens, and this. It's almost as if he's learning as he writes, and I don't, you know, yeah, some people want to see different, but there's no story. You're four issues into a, a thing. 
I, what is the main story except the Trident? Bringing John that, to the 31st century and how crazy it is for him trying to figure out yeah, who all these people really, are. I don't even get that. And yeah, you know why it's crazy? Because he added too many people. That's it. He even says at the beginning, he's trying to remember names and things like that. You're dealing with, but that's not, that's not interesting to me. If you want a story, I have a story. Damian Wayne goes back in time and tries to learn people's names. I, you know, it really doesn't do anything for me, this book. And I'm telling you, if we keep going, I may be done. I, I just, I hate reading it. I don't like it at all. I think it's infuriating without any story being said or done. And nobody seems to care anymore. It doesn't even sell well. So yeah, I, I just, I don't know what this book is for and who it's for. And it just it's it just upsets me reading it and four issues and we don't have an inkling of a story yet except like you said somebody learning names and a trident acclimating themselves and, to a thousand years in the future yeah but it doesn't even seem like they're at it's well, so we're finally at in, the orientation that you wanted to do in the first well, issue I'm saying but acclimating I'm not seeing him struggling at any point that he needs to because you're not doing anything he's just flying around with people saying I got to remember your names without the tags. Uh, you know, I just, I just don't get it. But what would you get? Uh, I actually, I'm telling you, I don't hate this issue. I'm still not hip I on the whole it. Legion of Superheroes deal because, like I said before, I was not a fan. But I've read Legion stories that I have been a fan of. There's nothing here that actually makes me want to keep reading the story. But this issue. I didn't mind as much as others because it was going back and showing me what I wanted from the beginning of the series where we took the three main like you know characters and got to see a little bit of a background on there, especially Lightning Lad and who his character's going to be. So at the end, I would end up giving this a 6 out of 10 for what they gave me here. I am going that I would – I like the art. So that's a tough deal. 2 out of 10. That's And it's because I'm telling you the story itself is a minus 5. For me, I hate it. I can't stand it. I don't like reading it. Every time I have to read it, I get depressed. I sit there, sing song dialogue, nothing goes on. And now we're just going to go finally the orientation that's supposed to reveal everything so we could tell a story. And it just is background character. You, you could have had this going on in each issue. You could have had up till now. You have three issues before this. At the end of each issue, welcome to the orientation. This is Saturn Girl and have those pages right there and had a story going on. Then the next one, the, welcome back to the orientation, John, as if we're John watching it through the point of view thing. That's all you needed to do with this. Instead, with no story going on, you stop to do something that, you know, we're already too far in. Most people, like we said, give something two or three issues. You finally, in the fourth issue, you're going to introduce the three main legionnaires. Yeah. There's still 60. There's still so many left that you're well, you never going to get a bit of girl in the beginning of this, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, it's uh, do these character profiles at the end of each issue with a page, and you could be better served so we could get a story. And the idea of, man, the story before this was they got the trident. Oh, no, now the story is they lost it. And I just, I, and I hate where. You are in a book and a guy, and it, it goes beyond this book. It's Brian Michael Bendis who really does not tell a story within a set amount of time. You have Young Justice. We're getting no answers there. And so you know what his things are. And then to have the most important part of the orientation get cut off at the end. And then you're like, you know, really? that That's what we're going with? Oh, great. This is just wonderful. And, you know, again, it's not selling great. It's actually selling better than I thought it would at this point. But it's still going down, in down, the 30s? down. It, yeah, it's in the low 30s. Yeah. It started out at 70. Uh, so you ended up like 70 to 40 to 30. And it's just going to keep going down. And it's just you need to give us something you said. 
I need something to want to read this. And it gives me everything not to read it because I don't know the characters, but you're not giving me enough. And when you do, it does seem like you're playing the idea of just setting up things for later. And I just I want a story and I wish that we were getting it for at least people, but maybe people like it who like the Legion. I don't know, Uh, but I've had enough. I've had enough of it, but uh, I'm giving it a two and then we'll move on. We're going to go off now to some mail. Yo, it's mail call. It is the best podcast a week. Even though Shay is such a freak, I've got to hear all the reviews and the mail with Jim. And I've got such a long way to go to make it to the end of the episode. First, I'll hear mail with Jim. Now, mail with Jim. Ah, yes, and it is Mail with Jim and Eric, and both of these mails are pretty much addressed to you, Eric, so oh, yeah? I can just walk away All right. and not really deal with it. I only see Eric mentioned a bunch of times. I don't read these things beforehand, so we'll have to see if what I scanned over here as the song was read playing, very well, everybody. if this is going to be the case. I just like to have them be a surprise when we show up. But if you want to be part of the mail, you can email us at weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com and we read every single mail, including Jay from Canada, who's the star. What's up, Jim and Eric? What's up, Jay? Jay from Canada, back at you. That's right. I've licked my wounds after all the shit Eric threw at me about Young Justice. And yes, Eric, I didn't read that series you referred to, but I I did read all of Jeff Johns' Teen Titans. Nice. Yeah, you were just going on and on about how you knew that there was no way he And I was right. And he said, I fell in love with Connor and Cassie there. Did you read Adventure Comics Run from Johns and Manipool about Connor, Eric? You didn't? Oh, he I says, said Hi, I did. Eric. Did no, you did. He says yeah, it was amazing. I told you about it. And humanized. I don't know that it was called Adventure Comics yeah. from, from that deal. I just listen to what you're saying oh. about the individual characters. I mean, really, these things have all these crazy names. Humanized him in such a brilliant way. Take that, Eric. Jim is officially my favorite forever. Well, when you threw that shade, I was like, Jess saying that is inappropriate. And I'm angry about <laughs> that. I, was I agree. You to go back and read some really good Young Justice, though. Yeah, he's like, he doesn't need you to tell him what to do. He's got some things to tell you to do. Wow. How about that? He says, I'm just kidding. It's all good. And I don't love the current Young Justice book that much right now. It's been, I don't even remember how we got to talking about him and the Young Justice. I just think I said I was arguing with him about it being good or not or something. And then it just popped in that you started throwing shade. I think there was and- a mail from the last time. Yeah, no, I, I don't think we had a mail from him in months. So, yeah, there was no mail from Jay from Canada, I don't think. So I'd have to remember. But, yeah, I don't think that was the case. I just think I said, and I was arguing about him. He says, this is all great. And you started yelling. In fact, there aren't many books I love right now. I'm really enjoying the Power Rangers book from Boom. Yeah, that's good. Something is Killing the Children is still I like great. That first I wish issue. Whoever, I, whoever that is, I wish he'd get over to this house and get over here pronto. Wow. Venom over at the wow. company Eric Shall Not Name is always awesome. He likes the Venom. He I think it's spinning its wheels a little. 
they know them. I like to say that it's called in France. But at DC, I guess my favorite book is Batman, Superman, and neither of you like it very much. I'd like I to like it more. Something from it. Yeah. Well, I'd like to like everything more. I'd like to like that Legion of Superheroes more. Uh, I was thinking in between that break there, while well, that that song was playing, uh-huh. and also the other craziness that we do. I think that another thing. I'm just going to continue because now I'm worried I'm going to get shade yeah. thrown at me. But I think that may, if I wanted to have a hot take type deal. I would like to say, this is my stance, on Brian Michael Bendis and the Legion of Superheroes, Eric. He's more concerned right now about trying to make these Legionnaires his own characters with their switches and their changes than telling a story. That's what really, as I thought of it, that's what infuriates me more, is instead of just going with the Legion and then telling a story, he's got to do these changes, which then ends up not telling a story. So there you go. All that's right. it. Hot take, hot take. But at DC, I guess his favorite Where's book Jason? Yeah, is Batman Superman. He doesn't say anything about the Legion of Superheroes. It just made me think it's really disappointing i'd rather read more uh john's a green lantern from the past he says oh he also dates yeah. a detective and batman he said is okay uh i'm i'm getting there I'm definitely, with that liking detective. De- I'm definitely liking batman way more than detective i have in a yeah, long time right detective now detective is you know it's something that we wanted and this is tomasi oh doing the same God. things over and over again and you mean like the same things. no i mean not telling a story properly no oh how about not landing a story? Yeah, that's what it is, really. Right? What they need to get, they need to get Sully's ass in there and land this crap, right? Land it. That's what you do, Sully. <laughs> then he's going to praise himself as a hero and never hear the end of it. I don't need that. Sully, I don't care. If I landed that plane, you would never hear the end of it. I'm telling you, can you imagine? Are, are you also a pilot and it's your fault that we're in the situation? Yeah, I'm not going to – you see me. I'm trying to get people to not yell at me. I'm just accentuating the positive. Oh. I'm Sully. Ah, Jim, now that you're a famous letter writist, and what he's saying is that my letter to the Marvel editors of a Miles Morales Spider-Man was printed. I ended up having printed work. That's what it is, right? I can put that on my resume. Or as I call it, I I go in, I say, I I end up and they're like, oh, do you have your resume here? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, but here's my resume. Right, my resume. Uh, yeah, did you know that <laughs> Jeff <the> Johns? <laughs> I, I told you I ended up loading up this because I had my computer crash. I have, you know what I have? Yo, you you want to hear call. mail call again? <laughs> That's all I got here. <laughs> this is all I have for a sound effect right now. Uh, you don't want to hear that again, right? Uh, so <laughs> I, I'm going to have to load it up get as more I jokes talk. Like that last one, because maybe I do. You, you should, well, here's I go in and I say to them, listen, <laughs> I want to apply for this job. And they say, well, do you have a resume? I say, I don't know what you're talking about, but I do have my resume. Yo, it's mail call. <laughs> yeah. It's Tell hitting, you, right? One time I confided you and Reggie no thinking when I said, I thought tear was there. You were trying to say tear. You don't let I'm that go. Is this a no. I'm going to throw oh, shade at you for months and months now because of resume? Was, that was a, it was a joke. I was making the joke kind of so based on the idea that you were uh, the joke was you pal is what it was the joke was on you why why do we have so much more fun in the mail section can we just I have, have fun. a can we have a, a deal where we just talk mail anymore are, are you, because we, i just imagine you're worried about people like this section here you don't have to worry about people throwing shade at you for your own opinions 
Yeah, yeah, but what I basically, I already spelled it out why I like this section the most. I don't read the stuff ahead of time, uh-huh. almost like I do with the books, yeah. Eric. Uh, wait a minute, that's a joke. No, it's mail call. You love that, right? That's a new rim shot. It's a new type of rim shot. <laughs> Dancing Mike, you don't realize he makes a quarter every time I play that, and now we owe him 75 cents, Eric, and that, I would say, is a joke, Yo, right? it's mail call. Oh, no. We owe him a dollar. There you go. I'm done with that. Okay. I do have this, though, here. I did load up one thing while I was meandering about, but I told you I have so many different folders with these things, but I'm not going to try to fix that. I don't seem like I want to have time for that. If I fix this, I won't be able to complain about it each and every week. That's why. Again, just like Sully. Right? It works. There you go. There I am. I just did my bionic moves, Eric, to go and then get some you fell other down, didn't you? things <laughs> I here. I bionically fell down. There you go. I don't even know. I am in a weird folder. I, I'm in a weird folder that doesn't seem to be something that I know about. Uh, maybe I found Good. something. I, I have found things what's, here. What's and what's Jay from we- say? You should see these things in this folder, how weird they are. <laughs> What is Jay? Uh, are they the sound know? effects? The hell cares about Jay from Canada? Tell him that's Canada. Now, he ends up saying, because he wanted to point out that he was very proud of me writing into oh, yeah, Marvel the deals. Marvel yeah. comics to make my resume, uh, he ended up having him say, did you know that Jeff Johns wrote in the Superboy in the 90s? Did you know that he had a letter printed in I the don't back think of I the did. Superboy? It's, it's funny. I'll send you, did you, I'll know send that you the Wendy link. Peeney and <laughs> ended up finding, reading Richard Peeney through the letters columns of comic books where mm-hmm. they would then get together mm-hmm. and make magic. You, you you ended up telling me that. What did he saw her in half? Surfer. Is that the is that the kind of magic it was? Is that what it was? Illusions, you know, Wendy, Jim. Illusions. Wendy Peeney. I'm going to read the letter. Right. Uh, I'm going to read the letter that he did because I think it's pretty cool. I'm just going to read the ending. He has a bunch of things where he's saying, you know, hey, uh, Superman twenty was everything I wanted. Superboy, Green Lantern, Black Man, the Scavenger, Makoa, surprise action, intrigue. He loves it all. He loves it all. He says, but at the very end, he says, okay. Okay, for some suggestions and stuff. First of all, I'd love to see a meeting between Superboy. I know. He said, I'd love to see a meeting between Superboy and Supergirl. It's been a while. Also, chalk up another vote for the Robin Superboy crossover, which would be great for you. Here's this big thing, though, and this is why Jay said it's so cool. Last thought. I think I know who Superboy is a clone of. At that point, you were trying to guess who it is. He says, how about a clone of Lex Luthor? All the pieces fit, and it would have some great ramifications. And that's from Jeffrey Johns of Clarkston, Clarkston, (laughs) Michigan. (laughs) And this is the response. Superboy and Supergirl, check. Robin, Superboy, check. Lex Luthor as DNA donor, sorry, Two out of three ain't bad, though. <laughs> right, Meatloaf? And the best thing about it is, he's the one later who made that cannon. That's the best. He was angry from that point on. And he says, it's uh, saying that he was asking if Connor was a mix of Lex and Superman, and they joked that he was wrong. Well, seven years later, he made that cannon. See, did how, he do how that? Bad I, I don't recall that? Jeff Johns doing that. I know we actually he dealt says, with it in different things, but I don't know if Jeff Johns was actually the one who made that see. cannon. This is why he I, says I it's great. I feel that was yeah. going on before Jeff Johns worked for DC. 
Oh my, you're throwing shade at him again. No, I just don't know. I, I just on. seem to recall it that. It is only seven years later that he ends up writing the book. So, you know, so, a lot can happen yeah. in seven years. We'd have to check that out. But he said that's pretty bad. But if that is the case, maybe as Eric says, he's full of crap. Well, that's enough for me now. I'm Eric, what now? treat Jess well. You said that Jay was bullcrap, is what you said. And Jim tried to survive in that house at least one more day. I'm rooting for you. Love from Canada. And actually, yeah, love from Canada. Jay. Oh, and Jim is still the best. You broke my heart, Eric. That's what he says. Now, you didn't get the mail, right? No. I did not send you uh-uh. the mail. I didn't. You're sure of this. I'm You're telling everybody that I didn't. You're going to go on the record and saying that I did not send you the what mail. Are you doing? Did you forget to go to the other mail? No. I just wanted to say LeBron James now. You'll you'll know when I hit them because it's Craig. Okay. Craig writes in. It's the second and last mail of the night. He says, Dear Word Science, question for Eric, if I may. All right. In the new ElfQuest series, it's an ElfQuest thing. I mean, who would have <laughs> In the new ElfQuest series, and this is the best because I, I was going to write back to Craig. Quest yet. Oh, I know. And I think this is a spoiler. Yeah, in the dead. new ElfQuest series, Skywise and Tamane, is that it? Tamane. 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 <sighs> then when they say, hey, wh- where where should I go? Should I go, you know, go to Maine is what they're <sighs> no, saying. No, mail call. Yes, that is a good joke, right? It's to Maine is one of the original high ones, Come on. Yeah, and you'd have to be high to, to understand any of Yo, that, right? Mail All call. right, Eric. Yeah, I'm running this one into the ground. Woo-wee. <sighs> <laughs> Skywise and Tamane have recognized only for Skywise to then find out that Tamane is the union of her soul oh, and God. that of the dead you're, cutter. You're ruining this for me. Do not do. Okay. Like, that's the thing is, actually, I think this even might be beyond oh. Final uh, Quest for like the new new series. I'm like, I have to read Final oh, Quest first. I, I'm gonna have to check because there was something. What was it the other day that you ended up saying? I'm like, man, that's a spoiler, and you started making fun of me because it was something months old or something. And I'm I like, yeah, like I don't care about old. spoilers anyway. Well, it might be, but isn't that months to certain people who are time travelers? No. Isn't that the case? Yeah. Uh, so what I have to do is memorize this and keep saying it to you is what. Oh, I don't so have to worry about you have that Skywise to Maine, union of her own soul and dead <sighs> cutter. I, I sit there and to Maine does not sound like a female character's name. That sounds like and a that dude to me. No, I just didn't. I wouldn't have guessed that that was a woman. It's also I think a wolf. That that, oh, is it? Oh, She's a shapeshifter. Is it? Who is she? Aren't, aren't all the ladies the first, in, in one you know, form or the, the other? She's the one that started the Wolf Rider clan, Jim. Oh, really? The Wolf Rider mm-hmm. clan. But she's a wolf. At that point, Wait, yeah. The, when she gave birth so to her son, though, who became who the first chief. Her? I guess her husband. Well, Skywise. Right? Oh, oh male my. Call. That's it, the husband. I don't understand that. I, I, read a couple, I, I read a couple of the Elf Quest and enjoyed it enough. I'll tell you, that first issue... It's long. It is. It's is like it? 40 some pages. Yeah. It's a little longer than I expected and wanted. But how, but I will say to anybody, if you don't know what ElfQuest is, lucky you is what I say. But you can actually go. It is very good. I always make fun of Eric, but now I'm going to say we had a lot of fun laughing about the ElfQuest, but really it's a lot of fun and it's pretty good. And if you are interested, I just want to throw out there that you can go and officially read a lot of it for free on their website, which I think it. is even cool. Yeah, I think that is even cooler idea that I don't you know could if you just have the final quest or the new one out there. I don't yet think you have that. The, all the stuff we have, I'm telling you, you got 40 years yeah. of stuff to catch up on, so you're fine. Yeah, yeah you, you'll be fine. But yeah, yeah, it's kind of a cool deal. If you did look up like ElfQuest official site, you can go and you could download or just read off. They Which have a I've reader on times. it as well. I have too. 
I actually was. I ended up doing a review back in the day for our uh, Just for the Hell of It Monday deal, and I did the first issue, and I right off their site. I thought I that was so a many cool copies deal. of that first issue, and yeah, and it, it ends up being something where they have something that people love, and they just want people to enjoy it. They they don't really care if and you I are a do. fan. If you, I'm saying, if you are a fan, you're probably gonna you own all of the trades almost up to a point. And so yeah, with I the deal, a lot of the trades, they're yeah. out of print and they're worth hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Now I'm trying to get these hardbacks that I have now. Yeah. And that just shows you it's available for free, but people still want it that bad. So that's a pretty cool thing for them to pull out. But I got and these pre-internet. So trying to be just nice. trying to think as a kid, like, Hey, just hold up. Because I got all the, like, I'm telling you, I used like birthdays and Christmases to like get this gigantic yeah. hardback, like trade of ElfQuest throughout like the time, because they were so expensive back in the day to get all these whole things. And then just to think, if I would have waited. You could just read them all for free online, but I didn't yeah. want to wait, Jim. I wanted no, them in my collection. No, you wanted to have that. You were a collector uh, kind of deal. And uh, what was the name of our ElfQuest podcast we were going to have? Podcast we of Two do- Moons? That's what it was, the podcast of two months. And you're going to have pretty much the you know, title page was me and you with our pants down, showing our butt cheeks is what I thought. But how <sighs> would Eric react? How would Eric react if Jess told him – that she was the union of her own soul and that of Jim I'd have Werner. to listen to Would her first, like huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh, wait a minute. That's a joke. Yeah. No, it's mail call. <laughs> I, I kind of like that as the rim shot, right? You got it? Like, we'll just keep going. She tells me a lot of things I wouldn't like. Yeah, really. Like, you know, hey, if you don't, you know, give me a kid soon, I'm out of here. You're not here. Well, that, if that's right? the case, she doesn't even, she can't follow her own rules. <laughs> Yeah, that is true. Oh, my. That is true. And that is yours, Craig. Thank you, Craig. Hey, Craig. And Craig came in with a serious question with his own voice and name is what he did this time, Eric. So we have Craig. And that's it for the mail. We're going to go off to more books. Well, he stares into the mirror, moosing up his hair. Blows kisses to himself, and he really thinks that tear is tear. Well, that's just Eric Shay. Looking for a star screen, or maybe a hubcap. Spends all his money buying all that crap. Well, that's just Eric Shea. That is just Eric Shea, who is here to say that he is happy today, right? Is that so? Uh, no, well, that is my uh, scat little deal. I'm Scatman Brothers. Huh? Skip it up, yeah, I, I am now going to do the whole podcast that way from here on out. All right, I'm do it up, Scatman Werner, uh, and we will go with it's that. Weird I to jump sure. into second section like this out of nowhere. Yeah, doing well, that. that's what happens, though. You end up coming up with great ideas, and you have to go with them. Yeah, it's not like I could wait. It's not till happened we record yet, but at the some first point, section, yeah. you know, it's not like we aren't, you know, doing these in order or anything. But it just, you know, it dawned on me, and yeah, maybe. Well, why I thought that this would be the case and a good thing to do it. I'll do the rest in scat and then I'll put that in the show notes. And all of a sudden, our listenership in Germany goes through the roof. It goes through the roof. He's going to do some etrigan, but he's going to be etrigant. 
Yeah, it will be. And also, like I said, you end up having some deviants show up. Neil's right now. He's cheering that he thinks this is now going to be a scat podcast. He's like, oh, my goodness, scat. That's what I've been waiting for. So, yeah, there you have it. I never trusted that scat, man. Most people think that we talk crap anyway, right? So that that would be the case. It was really worked out. Is it really scat as poop before anything else? So whenever you hear, I'm the scat, man. I'm like, I don't think you should be admitting that in public, buddy. It is funny. Because uh, scat is kind of a thing that has gone out of uh, favor in, in my <laughs> Which mind. Which one? Both. Uh, <laughs> uh, actually, uh, the poop that will remain always a favorite to some. That I'm telling you, I am a deviant, but that is something that's beyond me. Uh, I I, I don't even like even thinking of it, Eric. I'm about to throw up. But and I had right. salmon tonight, and it wouldn't be was great it slamming? It was it was slamming, and with that, that was an awful movie. But yeah end up with that movie uh, exactly uh i end up eating the salmon and it's really good for me right it's this great oh my god i I can't stand it that's called a nutritionist you heathen uh uh Uh, yes i I end up fancy words i know look at me I, i think that my youngest son logan will become a nutritionist at some point and he's as bad as me when he gets into something he gets obsessed but also he gets very judgmental but also gives like, up really quickly there. yeah he does that's kind of like you at the truck stop right no is, is that what i'm they saying gotta force me away is at the that truck stop. What I'm no they gotta force you to stop <laughs> oh but here we are all this all leads to you know, comics. That's what all this scat. means. That's why we're here. Scat, nutrition, food science, rocket surgeons, all that stuff. And it does lead to a couple books. And we have, you know, the rest of this podcast, the rest as I look and see the landscape of things, I'm, I'm seeing a, a big, kind of trend here and we've talked about this before books. with the books in general yeah that books that have pictures uh-huh. called comics that is a trend I've seen that trend for later. comics and so the thing that i'm getting at is the kind of treading water which is a segue into the first book which will be aquaman but you end up having not a lot going on in each issue. You end up having this thing. And I think that it's going to be scary going forward because of the idea of Ooh. this whole punchline stuff that we already talked scary. about, Eric. Yeah, it is scary. The punchline, the idea that you do not have to have a good story. You just Calm need down, to Jim. have We're in crazy characters, gimmicks, and things like that. This book that we're going to be talking about next, Aquaman number 57, I don't think it's a gimmick. I don't think it's Aqua Baby is what I'm talking about. I don't think it's, it's a gimmick. It's a gimmick. We've already done the gimmick before. Aqua Baby well, dies, we so have. let's do it again. But that's why I don't mind it, though it is a weird thing as Look, we J- go Jay towards a 5G. Is a gimmick and flash forward. It is. All that, you know, well, him becoming a doctor. And the thing is, I say gimmick. This is a story progression of doing different things. Like, it is. I can't say that everything you would do in a story that makes it interesting is a gimmick. So, like, uh, that's the idea here where Aqua Baby, it's something that we have been dealing with for the idea where Aquaman and Mara are getting married. This was the next logical progression in that whole thing since and Rebirth it was started. what were promise of Rebirth, yeah. So, that's – I like that. Now, the thing I'm saying is you're doing this now – 
the continuity is about to open up. You have all these things. Or and that kind it? of does well, or if it isn't, I mean, we'll probably talk a little about that later when we get to one of the books down the line. But the idea of a continuity opening that you end up having a lot of things happening in the books this week that you're like, okay, well, is this a sign of the continuity opening up as we go? Or is this going to be kind of a roadblock where you're opening up continuity in a couple months, but now you're adding things that might conflict with it and things like that, or you're setting up a 5g all that stuff kind of goes and it does end up a it would lot help of if we knew anything gimmicky. about what's happening i know that that's really and especially 5g everything that we talk about is just conjecture and enigmas and mysteries it's like the riddler is their pr agent here you know alluding to things but so you go but this book this issue Aquaman number 57, it should be huge. This should be the talk of the town. Uh, yeah, I think that it is a kind of a combo, as we'll get into it, of the idea. If people cared about Aquaman that much. Well, that's the thing. And also, I, I think that this is like a tug of war here because this issue itself kind of does point to me as – what Rebirth was supposed to be, but also what it ended up as, just like Jay and Iris as well. You end up where Wally could be the hope and dreams, but he can't have his family and they're off by themselves. You have this where, yeah, we want the Aqua Baby. We want Mara and Aquaman to be together and married, but you can't have them exactly together, but you have a baby, but Mara's in a coma. And so it's like this odd dark and light combo that they just can't. You mean like it's a serialized drama? Well, no, I'm saying no, they just can't commit to something being nice ever. And that's where I think there is some trouble. Well, you can have drama with the drama here could just be Orm. You you do have drama. You have my drama this whole time. I'm sitting here the whole time wondering what happened to Jackson Hyde from last issue to this issue. What I'm wondering is why they didn't go a little further and set up something like a Mara having to go to Zebel, even though it's, I mean, really, nobody wants to go to that side of the tracks. But if you're going to do something to really cause some political intrigue in my mind, the idea that because she is in trouble, go off to Zebel so that they can have the baby and have Atlantis freak out that their queen, who is Zebelian, went to go give birth, even though she's in a coma or going to be in, you know, stuff like that. But they don't go that route. It's, It's more of a surface level, let's go back and yell about Aquaman being here. But here is the bit of a write-up Aquaman number 57 written by Kelly Sue DeConnick, art by Robson Roca, Daniel Enriquez, Ramallah Florida Jr., and Clayton Cowles. Aqua Baby is here, and while Punchline's mouth got all the news as far as first appearances go this week, I haven't been this happy to see a new redhead on the scene since Carrot Top starred in Chairman of the Board. Eric, you get yuck, that? Yuck. You, you, you like that one? <laughs> the rest of the issue was pretty much all just set up, though, and I wish the last couple of pages could have given us a better view of Arthur and Mara's new bundle of joy, and I also would have liked Mara to be conscious and involved in that as well um but yeah you, you start off where we are involved in any of this at this point because the last thing we really know about this whole thing besides for oh her my, being coming queen i want her to be, feel like mara again because here she is the queen regent she's going to get married to volko because she has to get married and the last thing we know about her beyond this is that she killed aquaman for not being joyous like you know overjoyed at the no. fact that she was pregnant i'm like there's a lot of bad stuff going on well, the lead is. up to where we are now and, and this it just is doesn't where feel like mara 
And that's the thing. This is what I want them to – and it happens in a bunch of these books now. You have a tug of war in my mind where we want to either have Mara still pissed saying, hey, it's my baby. Get out of here, Aquaman. I don't like you. I killed you, whatever, or at least some resolution. And you kind of just tread water until you get to the end, have the baby. Mara's in a coma, so she can't be involved. And it just feels weird. It feels like everything just can't progress far enough. Well, everything that seems like it's we alluded to for the idea that, like, okay, we had a lot of turmoil between, you know, Arthur and Mara here. The way we're going to get beyond it is that we're going to have the doctor who's taking care of Mara who had to put her in a coma there. Tell us about how much of her body she exerted creating that aquakinesis yeah. version of her yeah. in the last day. Like, the last, I, say, I say last issue it was two issues ago because we had that yeah. weird, like, you know, side story that happened. Yeah, we had that. But – we're going to have a doctor give us the idea that this is how much Mara loves Aquaman. She exerted herself. She might have even yeah. given herself brain damage to the point of exertion before and trying to save to be, Aquaman. I'm like, and it's funny. Yeah, huh. keep going. Yeah, it's it's weird because it's almost like you, they think – Kelly Sutter kind of thinks you have to redeem Mara <laughs> because she killed come back one. Right when she but, wakes but that's up. the thing also is that you it's end be up – Oh my God. It's really awesome. Uh, you end up where y- y- you are going and saying, okay, maybe that is the case. We have to redeem Mara that she did kill Aquaman. But so when she comes back, she, exer- she saved him and everyone else by She went by. And this is the other thing about it though is. Nobody cares about this Aquaman dead nonsense anymore. I, I, I'm here to tell Look, Kelly Shark Sue brought and him back DC. Here, the anti-monitor brought him back in Justice League. That's how much I'm nobody cares. You, this is where where we're going to be talking a very similar vein when we get to the last section of books with Nightwing. Please don't keep bringing up or trying to make up for something that people hated. Just get by it and start doing something else because you end up with this idea that it does feel like, look, Mara, she might have killed you. You know, not saying it full out, but kind of explaining it that way so they can be like, hey, are we are we good? Yeah, we're good. Nobody cares about Aquaman dead anymore. Aquaman's here. You have Aqua Baby. They want Mara. You are now, you have 17,000 people who buy this book. A lot of the people who buy the book like Mara as well. I, I, you know, it's not a big seller. You need to figure things out, get them back together and just go on with it. The ocean master stuff. That's interesting to me. The idea of who did the worst and best and let's get back to the deal. And, and I'm telling you, I don't even like the idea of here we go again with the ninth tried. Oh, you pieces of crap. Get out of the way. You that's know, the you thing. Stink. It's just one of those weird things where I was like, all right, we're really going to clean things up after, you know, core and wrath and everything like that. Everybody's going to have, have a say and we're going to make everybody equal under the reign of Queen yeah. Mara. Like, I guess she got a little too busy with her wedding yeah, plans and getting pregnant and stuff the, like that wedding. because things are not working out, especially yeah. when you can't even get fixed at the hospital. And and the thing is, fixed, I Jim. see... Yeah, really. So you do at the hospital. <laughs> really, because that's what she needs after. So we don't have any more Uncle Babies, right? Uncle Man can't deal with that. You end up having this whole deal of... You know, it seems like books get stuck in a rut and it can't just be writers. It's one of the things I said about uh, Green Arrow. You have Green Arrow. Yes, he's a social justice warrior, but you don't have to have him say it in the book. You don't. But it's while you have stuff going on at D.C., especially since, you know, the end of the New 52 into Rebirth, Ben Percy and then all the other people who went, they seem to be stuck in this rut of having to announce that. And I think that that's from editorial saying this is what the character does. You have Kelly 
Sue here. And hey, I know you have all the stuff on the island of the lost gods, sea gods, but we got to get back to Atlantis and get political intrigue because that's what people are down with because the sales are worse than Dan Abnett's and stuff. And it's like, Really, I don't need to see the Ninth Tribe being treated like crap again just to get – that doesn't excite me. Not at all. About the book. It, it is cool seeing Dolphin back because she is a part of the whole Ninth oh, Tribe yeah, in the I lower like slums of Atlantis. Having this whole idea where we're like, we got a bunch of sick people going on and like you know things going yeah. on in Atlantis where we might have some strange government turmoil once again, which you, like you just said, you and I do not care for. We don't need no. that for this whole thing. Actually, Atlantis is the worst part about Aquaman in my, like, in my mind. It has been. And it always has been. And I always want him to leave. And just be a surface dweller because it always gets all like political Not and just stuff like that. just when I'm going off on adventures. But now it's uh, yeah. like, you know, we're, freaking Dolphin's going to have to come up to us at one point when Aquaman's worrying about Aqua Baby. He starts doing charades to tell him how bad it's been down in the ninth tribe. Mm. I'm like, you know what, a Dolphin, I like you, but I don't need you doing this right now. Look, things yes. are bad. Things are going to be bad for a while. Even if we get on this right now, you got to understand how a city works. Yeah. And again, it's very much like been there, done that when you see that it's really spelled out. Ninth tribe. Hey, you there down below. And it, it's going to end up where that's where you get the social justice stuff with the political stuff in here. It's the, you know, the the poor stay poor, the rich get richer, the poor are sick, the rich get rich off of that. You know, it seems like it'll be rich on doing that. here because everybody always say like, if you are well to do and not in the ninth tribe, it always just seems like you're taking care of the royal family here. And Mary's yeah, just yeah. off doing and, her and own thing. And that's the other thing is it always seems to happen at a point when like, the, middle the big class figurehead yeah, really, they, they stay out of the out of this nonsense <laughs> they're right in the middle they're happy to be there <laughs> they the might want to get to the upper but they're like uh, we're here on the fifth tried we ain't getting down there but yeah Move and it also up. ends up and this is Move one of those things where where you have mara who is the queen Unfortunately, she's in a coma, so she can't do anything. So people are going to be doing things, but it, it kind of happened with Aquaman as well. Corn Wrath taking over, all these things going on, and that is, like we said, a lot of people do like that. And I think that what DC might be looking at as well, it was selling better when we had that for four years. The problem is, is like you only had that. There, there aren't many. There are other options. There are some other things going on. Like I said, I do like the Orm thing i do like and this is where i wish that maybe we would have had some problems you could have even i said go to zebel to cause that sort of, and that's the kind of conflict i can go with because that's a personal level type thing but you could have even had where orm comes up and says she's gonna die we're going to my awful place here but i can deliver the baby and that causes trouble stuff it like that it just feels but, weird for orm just to be able to walk into atlantis with his, like lernea his you know weird water spirit yeah, god yeah. like they finally like, shoot at him at the last second you know like i am orm the ocean master y'all know me i'm here as a regent of like the king of Dagon City. What the heck's a Dagon City? Like, whole thing. Like, this whole idea where we are tying into the year of the villain with Ocean Master now, but it feels out of nowhere, especially because we're dealing with Mera being, you know, in a coma, delivering a baby. We have Aquaman worrying about what's going on, this whole idea that Volko's the, like, the guy that she's going to marry because she, Mera has to be married, and he's just trying to do him a favor. I'm like, you always got your weird background plans, Volko. I don't trust you a freak as far as I, I can know, throw Volko. Jim. It's but, funny, too, though. Volko is more of on the level now than he ever maybe. has been. I mean, but he's he always, always has been under plans to do the right oh, thing. Oh, he does. Yeah, he he's the worst. He's the worst planner. He he ends I up doing need, things I need to get that, that are Arthur the worst. on Atlantis. So I better have Atlantis invade the US. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm telling you. He I was just going to say his plans usually involve 
Arthur being king, and it does not matter if a million How many people, people have to, to die get there and to get kinda, what I want today. He kind of lets that. Because all I want is breakfast. I think yeah, 10. That's the side. <laughs> that's on the side. That's the small print. But even like the idea where you do end up having Orm show up. And like you said, he shows up and demands to see what's going on because he is a region. He's a state visitor. For a country, in quotes, that that has just started with a bunch of mutants. And so this is the thing. I'm just so you, happy you're he not didn't going bring far enough though. Uh, well, there are some. They're attacking, <laughs> but even then you end up with a little side item here where I think that what should have happened is Orm shows up. Hey, I'm here to see what's going on with this Aqua Baby. Aquaman says, how dare you? Uh, kind of like some girl that I, I like. Says, how dare you show up here? And Mother Satea then shows up and says, oh, no, no. he He's a state visitor. This is how we do things. And have that aside that it is something that they're involved with. That's the sort of politics with Orm and that sort of thing I wouldn't mind because of the idea. But he just shows up and like you said, how did he get in? He, he's gone all the way there you, the and then just he demanded. Left, he couldn't get out. It was like a whole like lockdown situation where he had yeah. to find a secret hole. I just imagine he had to crawl back in with his water elemental or negative to get, uh, alright, yeah. we're, we're going to be out of this hole behind a dumpster and we do, we're going to do it real fast. You we can stand up real straight and look cool. Gram. I think he's like, he's one of those stripper grams. So like, okay, he's like, listen, I'm here as a cosplay Oceanmaster strippergram. I'm, I'm going to go in there. But yeah, I, there's a lot of things going on and nothing is really explained enough. And I think there's just a little bit more that could have been done here if you're going to go well, that route. Like I said. Everybody's standing around and talking in a hospital waiting to find out what's going to happen with Marrow, where everybody seems yeah. to be clueless about what's been going on with anybody here, even sisters. Yeah, like that's this, the thing. thing. Stuff like that. Yes, Mother Satea. And, that, and just the last thing about Orm, even. It would have been a cool thing where, yes, there's Volko. Look, we're having this, you know, I, I'm engaged. Here I am. And it's just, you know, our lip service kind of deal so that Mara didn't have to go. But in the meantime, Mother Satea and the, the widowhood has gotten a hold of Orm and wants him to marry Mara. Some, something like that. Get that going. But it's just him there. I want to see what's going on. In the meantime, Mother Satea shows up and acts like she's been conked on the head. She doesn't remember things. The whole thing with Volko and Mara, that was a dig into them before anyway. So it's like, what? What do you mean? And it's a weird way of recap. It, it seems to just be there. And a lot yeah. of this does seem like, okay, we're going to try to recap but not in a narration way. We're going to have Orm show up and mention Dagon City, the worst place you can possibly go, and have a mutant with him so he could do some, you know, she could do some things. We're going to have Volko remind everybody that he's supposed to be here. You're going to remember that uh, Aquaman is not welcome in Atlantis, but he has to be because, of, you know, all that. And it just ends up with a lot of nothing until you actually get to the part where the doctor comes out and says, hey, you know, Mara's in a coma. And that made me laugh. This was one of my funniest things, I think, this week because the doctor comes thing? out. Well, I'm saying the doctor comes out. It's the thing I laughed at the most. The doctor comes out and says, hey, Uncle, how is she? What's going on? Well, we got some good news and some bad news. The good news is you're a father. Oh, yeah, yeah. The bad news is Mara's in a coma. Aquaman's like, dumb it down for me, Doc. I don't know what you're saying. Like, she, she she's not awake. She didn't see, you know, she's alive, but we don't have MC much functions going on. The best schools. And, and, and he's just there like, what's going on? Stop your physician speak. I need, and it's just, she's in a coma, Uncle Man. And 
we we heard that this was going to happen anyway and i think that it would it's a shame that you end up having that going on i don't know why that is or why this will advance the story except for maybe aquaman saying i gotta take back what's mine i don't know you have Queen Mara out of commission right now. The Nine Tride is all still upset. They can't get the hospitalization they need right now. All of a sudden, we have King Ormshaw from Dagon City, who already has a bunch of mutants. He wants to up his population, but also talk a big game. Like, look, you Nine Tried, you ugly, but you ain't as ugly as my Dagon people well, back here, so come be. on over here. And this is why I, th- I think that's another thing that should have went further. I I don't know what, you know, uh, Good Morning Atlantis is, is their TV show they watch every morning. Everybody loves it right and if this was being televised like there was some sort of craziness if this wouldn't be atlantis because you know who knows what's your culture but people they don't be, watch tv this would be televised type thing where you would have say it was zod or you know any sort of other thing on the surface you'd have it on te- anybody who feels like they're left behind anybody you know you come with me dagon city that's the way to go and i think that that's definitely what's going on with orm he's going to pretty much say hey everybody you know if you're treated like crap here you won't be we are a no judgment zone we over there in Dagon city yeah really and, the and you there. dolphin and then you'll end up having you know some people like a dolphin who aquaman is fond of being the enemy then with orm it, it, it really spells out pretty much if if you know the x-men he he's shown up as magneto and just said you know come with me we'll, we'll be what we want to be and get the heck out of here uh but yeah it just ends then with the you know a little bit of a fight then the doctor coming out and yelling this is a hospital and then to the point where it's just so pushed you end up with these these guards and i i really think that at this point in atlantis when you train these guards you, you got to tell them listen you, you can't be pieces of crap anymore this has really caused us some problems and these guys just never learn because you end up pushing these riffraff of the of the nitride out of the the big room the waiting room whatever and then you just have to throw shade at them you got to yell at them and things like that kick them and it's it's gonna bite them in the ass that by the end but you end up with the Aqua Baby. Mara's in a coma. Hooray. Aqua Baby is there, and Aqua Baby is all excited. Black and man I just going to kill it again. I know it. Man, Aquaman is is crying, or Aqua Baby. I mean, is crying, and Aquaman. For Jim's a crying. Everybody's yeah, crying. crying. This no, book. I, that's the thing is, I didn't have any sort of emotions How really because by the no end of this for you too, because the thing is aqua baby it's a cool thing because you want to have it but it, it. the idea of the pregnancy even came out of nowhere and then we found out that aquaman yeah. died and then like, there was oh, no real good there. setup and there was this. just like always a background feature where all of a sudden we have a, a like a pregnant mara and when we finally deal with it oh my i'm fainting i'm in a coma the baby's yeah. here yeah and i said even the baby you don't get a really great look at the baby either so there's not even like that that oh man Stop that's awesome He's just sitting there holding the baby, and you don't really see much of her. Um, But, yeah, you're just like, hello, princess. Daddy's here. (laughs) I'm like, oh, where were you, daddy? You could go to hell. But, yeah, after all, it should be an emotional deal. daddy was working, taking care of you, Jim. Calm down. He he was not. Uh, No? You end up with no emotions here going on in my mind, and you just end up with something that – 
we'll have to see how it works out. You're more worried, you know, why isn't Mara there? It's the same. You end up seeing the Flash family. There's always the asterisks. You know, hey, Jay and Iris are back. Linda remembers Wally. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, Wally is now on the Moby's chair and, and shouldn't have emotions. But and he's we'll get going there. Throughout. Yeah, and then you have this. Is hey, you got the uncle baby and all that. And they're not married. And you know how I feel about that. <laughs> Actually, I don't. But you wow. end up with just that. This but kind I, of podcast, I gave, is it? I gave it a six out of ten. Uh, it, it was okay. There, I think there's the art's nothing really wrong good with this it. Issue. I, th- I actually think this, like the style the of, of the art in this whole thing, I think it's really good. For some reason, I actually sat there. I don't t- spend a lot of time looking at the art like, like when we talk about these things. But for some reason, the Aquaman style that it has, it's a style all of a sudden that I actually think really works for the thing. So I actually sat there. I'm like, you know what? While you stood a lot of standing around talking, you were good looking while you were doing it. Yeah, yeah. And two artists, Eric, two pencilers. So, uh, and there is no sort of jump uh, nope. transition problem at all. I, I just went through the kind I just of stadium. Where's Jackson Hyde at? I know. Why yeah, did he well, come down to Atlantis? Do you know how cool it would have been for Jackson Hyde busy. to go down to Atlantis, though? Because he was just on the shore for what? Where is Tristan Maurer? Old Captain yeah. Leviathan oh, well. Tristan Maurer. He's off writing another book. And, you know, Jackson Hyde, he's off yelling about things like with this, other teams. It is so weird that we just got done with the Black Manta, the, the Black Manta mech and stuff like that. Oh, no, Mary's in trouble. Let's go down to Atlantis. We're going to get a cruiser coming. Like, what, did Jackson just go back and hang out with Erica? Like, I don't know about the underwater stuff. It might be Aqua Lab, but I'm not freaking you know, all about that whole underwater life yeah really i don't, I don't really enjoy that i'm back I to grew arizona up in a desert. yeah really so uh what would you give me i would give it a 6.5 out of 10 because i like what we did with it by the end i thought the art was really good um it just i just wish we would have done a little bit more with the setup going forward with orm and the ninth tribe and stuff like that because you know finding out that you know we have an aqua baby and then mara's in a comb like you're just kind of like a, putting a weird down situation where things are going to escalate yeah. forcing our heroes not to be able to deal with it because of the situation you've just created here yeah, and and I will say the since Kelly Sue jumped on the book, we actually you know like it enough. Uh, you know, it took I, a while I would for say, me to get on, on yeah, board. It with would, it. but I would say overall, I'd be. And again, people seem to think this is a crazy sea, negative score. Sea gods, though, I, I don't want to deal with that ever again. Yeah, but I I am around a six five. Since she came on, just like you gave this issue, I'm around there, uh, six to six, five, and that's not completely negative, but I did like some of the things and I wanted to go forward. Cool. And this just starts to feel like the Ninth Tribe stuff, especially just feels like a, well, this isn't working. Let's go back to the usual. To the, well. And I don't like that either. I, I don't like that as well, but we will see how it continues on. But Eric, what is the next book? We got Team Titans number 39 written by Adam Glass and Robbie Thompson. Robbie Thompson's first issue, Art by Eduardo yeah. Pansica, Julio Ferreira, Marcelo Maello, and Rob Lee. The Teton Titans have a solid plan to get Jin back by controlling her evil brother using the Book of the Damned. Too bad that the plan falls apart immediately and the book goes down an odd path to where it looks like a Jin war will be a, will yes. be the war on heaven and that the big bad <laughs> Elias is a devil from hell, even though Jin and Elias seem to be brothers with Yiz, Yakim Thunder's genie, who is supposed to come from the fifth dimension. It's all rather weird, but at the least we have Joaquin Thunder show up here because it's been so long since he's been around. Yeah, and and I will tell you, Just I did this whole thing out. I'm sorry, it's making me like you know because the idea of the, where we were going with this, it's the Jin War, and we have to get Jin back. And now after yeah. reading this issue, it's like, all right, there's Joaquin Thunder with his fifth dimensional, you know, Jin lightning yeah. bolt. But yeah. now it's a war on heaven with the devil himself. It seems I like, what it, happened? Yeah, there's some weird stuff going on, and and the thing is, it, it did feel like we missed a half an issue at least. Well, like even some the idea where we really jump weird. in, where we're in Croc right away. The Teen Titans have already put all the different 
differences aside, they have a plan going forward to actually just get in there, do a spell, control Elias, get, you know, have him find out how to get Jin out of her ring and get the heck out of there after kicking his butt a few times. And just like, we are in there immediately. We don't even have the time to mess around with the idea like, all right, we're going to go back to Mercy Hall. We're going to work some stuff out with this book of the damned or anything like that. We are in there right away and but immediately they just get their butts kicked because everything falls apart for everything they point yeah. out. And as happy as I was, like, okay, look, we have the Teen Titans. They put their differences aside. They're friends yeah. again. They're working as a team. I like all this. As soon as I the plan that. goes to El Rai, they're not friends oh, they're anymore. Right they back. hate each other. Oh, like, oh, I was going to kill somebody. And then you get the idea, you know, going forward is that the heart and soul of the team seems to be Roundhouse. You got to forget oh, what he did going <laughs> into this, really, uh, because like I you love him. Wasted anybody. Yeah, I love, I love him as a character, and I think that he is great, and I like the idea that he is – you know, the hope and dreams and and the fun of the team because he is kind of the newest of a superhero going on there and he's excited. That's kind of his deal. So I do like that. But the minute that they go back to yelling, at one point, also, it kind of does start a little earlier in my mind, though you do need a leader. You need a field general. But Damien goes from panel to panel. Listen, nobody's in charge. Nobody's doing this. All right, you do that, 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 and that. That's fine because he is the guy with the plan. But it, it just felt off a little just how he was yelling but then right away going back to the arguing and the pointing of fingers and things like that and then like you have roundhouse saying to jakeem like yeah yeah we're a little dysfunctional yeah, we're a family we're a dysfunctional family even when he ends up saying hey everybody but boom we gotta get along like that even seemed a little forced at the end like out of nowhere like he just decided i wish that that was even a little more of a progression leading to that of the idea I messed up. It was my fault. All of this really is happening. And I don't want to, you know, have this go any further. Please stop. It it was more of just like, all right, we're going to use him because he is, you know, the fun character and stuff. And he has a couple of good lines in this. But yeah, there is a lot of yakety yak talk exposition kind of set up uh, well, it's the to weird get part to where we go but it's a weird have that place because it feels yeah. out of nowhere what for saying. what we're dealing yeah. with because we knew Jin was like a you know thousands of years old genie her brother once took control of her and stuff like that you have the idea that maybe she's a, he's a genie too or something like that for when we get into it we need the book of the damn to you know put a spell on him to control him he's got fingers full of rings that yeah. we saw at the cliffhanger mm-hmm. at the end of the last issue but yep. now that he has Jin as his 10th and final ring it seems like he is all powerful he's then going to get like the soul stone to out of years you know joaquin thunder's genie thunderbolt and like yep. then we're gonna open up a doorway to heaven he's full out demon like, we had to explain now that no no everything we dealt with before the genies gins whatever you want to call it elias yeah, is a yeah. devil and he wants to yeah. put a war on him and, <sighs> and you know what's wow. weird is with this is just imagine like if if you would even think yeah you could if if you really go to it and you're good enough, like you would need one other issue to kind of set the stuff up. But just imagine, get rid of the stupid year of the villain nonsense with Lobo and Crush. The and other have the proper and the other and have the proper setup for what this story is, because we wasted a lot of issues on a lot of garbage to get to this. And I'm not saying garbage. We still like yeah. kind of what was going on because it was done in a, a good enough way. But that mandated year of the villain thing and i think that what we're seeing is a a combo of they were told they had to get involved in year of the villain and now you don't have a lot of time left before we are probably going to change things up 
it's happening in Batman and the Outsiders as well, where all of a sudden we end up, okay, you can tell your story now, but you only have this amount of time. It really feels like a lot of things are just left behind where you have to just, boom, let's go forward. Let's go a million miles an hour to get to where we have to go. We're going to have to pretty much call this a loss of a really good issue because it's going to be exposition. We're going to set this up, but hopefully from here on out, everybody's on board and go, but that doesn't make for a great series that doesn't make for something that we're like oh man when when Jin ends up saying to her brother that she has one wish that she can't you know that she doesn't that's have to go with the master that's just out of nowhere and it's out of nowhere everything the point where, in yes, this I issue for this. the most and, part feels yeah, out of nowhere I am interested to see where it goes but all the stuff that we're like, alright now we're confronting Elias he's got you know uh, Jin inside the ring and she's his genie now and he has to but, oh no like I want that soul stone where'd you hide it uh, that's the one thing I, I can tell you I, I can't tell you where that is it's the one thing yeah. I can tell you I, can, I won't yeah. give you the wish for I'm like so you, you there's rules to this now it's not like you know Aladdin with the rules of like I can't bring back the dead I can't make anybody fall in love stuff yeah. like that it's just I can turn you down with one time with anything you want well thankful you have friends now I'm going to kill them if you don't tell me where it's at yeah, and it seems like this turn you down bit has been, you know, an ongoing deal, even though- Because it makes sense, because you need a reason for ring. why this never happened. Yeah. Well, and you used so, to have it, though. Yes, you have that, but all you needed to do then, and I don't know, it seems like if you lose the ring, yeah, it resets, but she could do it again. But the thing is, this would be a good setup issues ago to have something really bad happen that Jin would have been able to stop- kind of she's being controlled they're telling her to do things but she says if only i still had that one thing and explain well, it's it even a little like if like when roundhouse was controlling jen yeah. and like you know i wish that you'd go be trapped inside your ring that's gonna be the one thing i'm not gonna do for you roundhouse yeah. or and, I, yeah. I want you to attack kid flash i'm not gonna do that for you Roundhouse. Exactly. something along those lines there's the setup and the she setup happy then to do that yeah, <laughs> she don't want to waste that one. And that that would be the setup. And then what? You have to, you know, you have to listen to me. Oh, you know what, you dummy? You don't know the rules. These these are the rules of my life. And I am allowed to disobey you once, and I'm doing it now. And that would be great. Then you have the setup. Then you know, even though this is, again, something that she did before, but we weren't privy to it. We, we knew that she didn't tell him, but we didn't know that it was because of that. And, and then that happens. Even the idea that they're going to have, you know, Red Arrow, she's going to end up, she's doing the spell. And that, there could have been a little more of a setup of what is the plan, what's going on, who's doing what and why. It just ends up like, boom, and that just leads to an argument at the end. If only you would have read it faster. Well, I tried. And then they just start screaming and yelling at each other. And it just really felt like a lot of this was out of nowhere. And I hate to read an issue as if it feels like we missed one. Because we know well, we even I'm telling you, not even missed one, just missed the backstory of everything. Because even when she is like, you know, she is told that she has to go and, you know, find the Stone of Sorrow to like, give it to me or I'm going to kill your friends. Okay, you got me here. I can't turn this down anymore. So she brings Joaquin Thunder in and so like, who is this child? What have you done? You don't feel it yeah. like this. My, my, my. You gave the Stone of Sorrow to years. Of course, he hid it in his home in the fifth dimension. Okay, I'm right there. I'm like. Fine, you, you're just, you're spying it up. Yeah. Fine, yes, it's from yeah. the fifth dimension. But all of a sudden, then when you talk about it, like I'm sorry, brother, and calls you know yeah. his brother, and the idea like brother, we have a genie. And then he's scared from and the he's fifth not dimension. Do anything. We have Jin here, who is a genie from our dimension, but we also have Elias, who's also their brother, who seems to be a devil and wants to wage war on heaven. I'm like, I don't understand yeah. the connection. No, and like I said, this would have been better. Idea of genie. <laughs> 
get you, you make the year of the villain. Yes, you already had set up the other, and then you had the Crush Lobo deal, which was actually the year of the villain stuff. But you know, you had to get rid of that stuff. But get rid of that Lobo nonsense and make you know Elias part of it as well to set some things up. Before I told you at one point, I'm like, what's up with this Elias? He looks like he's dealing cards in Vegas. I, I don't know anything of what's going on. He's and then all of a sudden, there he is. He's just there dealing it up and then you end up like, oh, okay, it's my time to come and start yelling and screaming. And and pretty much he is monologuing through the entire issue of stuff that should have been set up, not monologuing, not a info dump. Because when you do that, yes, we know what's going on now. We have no connection. This is why I hate over narration and you know you don't end up having that personal connection it feels like you're being just talked to to be told something to move on and i want to have fun this issue has tons of action it does have little moments that i really enjoy with roundhouse and the team coming back and even that that is exciting it's somebody that you actually have we're going to deep dive into really and have and you love the character you came in and just the idea that there's no setup and then I go to read this. My setup is from you telling me at work about Akeem and saying, hey, they don't say the say you. They say he says so cool. Yeah. And he does this. Without that, I would have not known anything of what's going on. When he says so cool and then says, hey, buddy, I said so cool. And it's not working. <laughs> I understand that. Yes. I don't think anybody the else thing does. Is, unless you would know Lucky and Thunder, there's no yes. reason that him saying so cool and clicking on a pen would give you any idea uh, of what's happening. Unless you when know you him. do know this, you know what happens. It's awesome. Sure is. You say to yourself, hey, they know the character. At least they know enough that if they're told to insert them in, if it's their pick or somebody else got them to do this, they at least looked at some things to do. And he's like, so cool this jump into next week. And I'm like, I, I know what he's I, talking I said about. So cool. I know what he's talking <laughs> what, about. And I love it. Scared? But who is reading this that there's not going to be, you know, I'm not going to say nobody knows. It's not like this is hidden info. But a lot of people, especially that ends up people that even joined in into the New 52. I mean, this is a character that really hasn't been dealt with. We haven't seen him since before New 52. Yeah, in a long, long time. Like I said, we saw him for a panel when, you know, Dr. Manhattan brought everything back at the end of Doomsday Clock with the rest of the JSA. But beyond that, have not gotten anything. No. And, and really, I, I mean, it, it, I don't know. I, I don't know the solicits for the next issue of Teen Titans. I can't remember. I do a solicit show. I cannot remember the next. But I wouldn't doubt that at least three pages or so at least should be a background of Jakeem. If he's going to be in this, I kind of wish, though, since this, there, this but, is a reintroduction, that we would have had it more like he was when he first came in, like, you know, Justice League, Grant Morrison's Justice League, stuff like that. Well, we where, have to see. Where he was the, the thing, yeah. No, I'm saying that even in this one, here where when he comes in because when he was first introduced back in the 90s it was all cursing and and mother effer this mother effer that throughout like but all asterisk down it was actually really funny dialogue to sing about this young kid hanging out with the jsa cursing cursing so much to make them uncomfortable here's the deal when you end up having him, then I'm going to go down swinging because he does have, you know, the genie, he brother, he's scared. He won't do the so cool. He's not doing it. And then you end up having Jakeem as a kick-ass guy say, all right, well, if I'm going to go down, I'm going down swinging. <laughs> Your wish is my command. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He does curse. So I'm like, all right, you got that. I've though, said that. Too. That's was pretty so good. over the top when Brad yeah, Morrison yeah. brought him into his Justice League book for that one, you know, like Crisis of Five or whatever it was. And even after yeah. that, you know, it's like Alan Scott's 
uncomfortable. You're going to have to wash that. Like, no, I don't even ask. It was Jay Garrick's like, you're going to have to wash that mouth there. Yeah, we're we're supposed awful. to be superheroes here. Yeah. So what you, like you said, just to kind of go with what's happening here, you know, as far as you can go with is Elias, he's a big devil. He can control well, it. He's going to go totally and wage war on heaven. Thunderbolt, you know, Yiz, Elias, and Jin all seem to be brothers. I don't yeah. understand how it works because like I this. I think it's more of a union. Because is what I'm I was Elias, the first of my kind, made by the yeah. very hand of our great father above. Some call me Jin. Some call me the devil. And your Thunderbolt now knows that his time is to grows to a close. So like, you know, he ends up getting Thunderbolt take it away from Joaquin Thunder at the end of this whole thing, which really upset me because we just got him back and now he's depowered yeah, and sent away yeah. for this whole thing. But I'm just like, I'm trying to find the connection here where the fifth dimension has anything to do with the presence or, he- or Silver City or anything with heaven yeah. involved and stuff like that because you're you're combining too many things here and they don't make and sense And you're, you're trying to make it bigger too by saying, you know, we, we kind of just were thrown in that idea of the ring. need specter out here. You know, yeah. The ring being purgatory was kind of, you oh, know. yeah. And it, also, it, that we, have, up, we but, have to go through the ring because of the ring itself yes. where, you know, Jin's realm is purgatory. So in order and to that get has been to set where up we're a little going, bit, yeah. I have to say, though, it's not really set up in my mind. Not set up. And we were just told at one point to like, hey, that's purgatory. I thought we were told this issue. Over. No, I think that we had it last issue because I thought it was very odd that they were spelling that out. I think that they ended up, and the weird thing is, is when I first – I. I telling you if we look back i think it was last issue or the issue before where they were spelling it out and i just thought that it was her purgatory so we never really even brought it up right. i think that they did say it, the deal but really if you don't read this issue and you want to know what elias is about just go listen to the rolling stones sympathy for the devil that's all he's saying so he's like i've always is, been around i'm the devil i do all these bad things and now i'm gonna fight we, heaven exactly we have to go now the teen titans are sent back to mercy hall we have to get to jen but in order to do that she's in purgatory so we all have to die to go to hell because hell is purgatory adjacent so we're going to go through hell to get to jen through into purgatory and the idea is like you and i were discussing the idea because damian wayne he's died before and when mm-hmm. he died even though he was the boy wonder robin a superhero he was an awful 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 killer yeah. before this so i think when he had originally died by like you know the other and like you know the, the heretic i think he died and went to hell I, I and if if you really want to go with the you know hell is for children as Pat Benatar said, but I would say at the worst or you know the least he went to purgatory Children's and then he would have been there. At, I think more purgatory where he can you know work off of sins. What said when he came back, he did kind of do like purgatory on Earth when he went through that whole son of uh, Batman, the Robin son of Batman deal where he's going to atone for his year Your and blood. all that nonsense. Yeah. So, but yeah, really, he he doesn't belong in heaven. There's no doubt. And most superheroes in that Bat family the whole probably thing, won't right? anyway. I, but. I don't know how they're going to get there if we're going to actually you know, induce death in there. You do something magical somehow with somebody. But the idea that we're going to go to hell to go to purgatory, I'm like – I really yeah. think we're going to find out that when Damien died before, he, like, you know, he went to hell and he's going to have to deal yeah, with some stuff when we get that. there. Yeah, yeah. It'd be funny, too. As he gets down there, there's a bunch of guys there, Sisyphus rolling up there. Yo, what up, bro? He's there. You have all that. They're giving high fives. Up, and and really, if you end up not being almost like the Dante's Inferno, clothing. it's just going to be a Dante's Inferno and, and amalgam type deal or something. In my mind, I will get to that. And yeah, I think that you will have people like, what up, bro? Hey, what's going on? Or then you have like a crazy deal where it's like Roundhouse sees his sister somewhere, which I think will be heaven eventually. So we'll have that. And she'll be able to tell him, listen, don't feel guilty. Yeah, this I love to definitely you. Definitely bring Zorio back. And this yeah, we need yes. the specter brought back. And especially if we're dealing with, you know, like heaven, hell and yeah. stuff like well, that. I, I hope also just that, you know, you get Roundhouse. If this is going to continue and it's a character that they do have long term plans that you can finally get him 
off the idea that, you know, he feels guilty and he's sad and all that, where his sister can get, he can get some closure, stuff like that. I will tell him right now, though, because I think Roundhouse is real. And I want to, if he's listening now, get on a diet, buddy, because you do not look good when it looks like you have a stroke. I don't think when anybody looks good when that happens. Face, I'm like, yeah, but he looks terrible. And it was like one of those. I'm like, are they going to keep him like this? Because he he, he didn't lose he's a that deal until he just was decided. starting to lose his form, Jim. You yeah, leave him yeah. alone. Well, that's the thing. The form, I, I was warm for his form at one point. Weird. But He's you end boy. up there at the end. I'm like, well, why aren't you going back? And then he does. So He's got to like, fix right, suit. That's good. Yeah, he did. So you end up with that going on and the team in disarray again as Jakeem comes and wonders what the hell is going on. So I got to go Jakeem. back and talk to my – well, I, the problem is I ended up looking it up. There's seven different ways, and Jakeem is, is one of them. Talking about it earlier in the week, because I spent you know years and years since I first saw the character calling him Jakeem Thunder. It's one of those things yeah. where phonics works for me. I see it spelled a certain way. That's how I'm going to say it. You at have some to, points it is. You have it, to it say is. to me this yeah. week at work, oh, you know what, Joaquin Thunder. I'm like, huh, you say Joaquin. You know what? It probably is Joaquin. I'm going to try it's, my it's hardest weird. to go and say that. And now you're just – I think you're well, throwing it in my face. Right before, right before I was actually going to tell you before we started <laughs> no, recording that, I did like look this. it up. I still have the tab. I wish that – my thing played everything like we have that soundboard because I would play you the five things I listen to. All are different, and it all depends on what language you're talking. It's a you really know how hard it's been for me to say name. not say Jakeem this entire time. Yeah, let's go with Jakeem. Because yeah, it's what I've said I, I, that's my the entire first life. thing that I saw, and I'm like, should I bring it up? Because I really told him it wasn't that because I've heard it different ways. But then I looked it up. I'm like, oh, that son of a bitch. He's he's there. But you end up having it different ways. So go with what's more comfortable. People will know. Thank <laughs> I'm you. Just, After I'm the just fact. gonna end up being like, you know. And even that, there is that weird deal where you have to push. Like, hey, you said you were master of thunderbolt. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't use the word. I'm like, I'm a, not master you know, nobody. So, uh, but you go on, and it is accurate with what we got it is a weird tie-in though with what's happening yeah. with all this and it just feels but, like all of a sudden we're taking a different turn with the story than originally was planned or set up to be i think yeah I and think it that really kind of threw me off because something. while like i said before while i am a fan of jakeem thunder coming back because i'm a fan of the character See, you embraced it now you're i have back. i have oh, to right you feel better but tying don't it into heaven and hell and everything like that and like making it brothers and it felt so weird for everything that we're dealing with because if you want to deal with the fifth dimension that's fun that's cool but now it's a war on heaven i'm like that's just the gin war what happened you know, yeah really it just yeah. feels out of nowhere now that robbie thompson's on this book with adam glass like whatever he's going to do going forward he had a different idea and that's what we're running with but and, because and that's the weird thing too when you have that he jumps on now and and really again I keep having to say it before I say stuff, but we really don't know what is going on in DC right now in general, but with the whole 5G and things. So to have somebody jump on now to take over a book and change a story seems very odd with the limited time it seems like we have left. But maybe it's one of those where Adam Glass is like, yeah, that story's BS. And like, well, then you're out. I I don't know. Almost like how you had Ben Percy, who ended up leaving the Nightwing book because he said he didn't want to deal with the, so you know, Rick Grayson and stuff like that. And he had a story that they promised him. So I, I don't know what's going on. I was going to actually message Adam Glass and ask him, but I, I don't think that people like to say things because they, you know, they don't want to yeah. be fired and stuff or get other Black work, ball. you know? So, uh, yes, yeah, so it's just weird at this point to change hands and to go with a but story that seemed it. to be set up. I know. And it's weird. This one to be a, a story that Adam Glass seemed to have been setting up but like you said all of a sudden 
Rami Thompson comes in, it changes, and boom, you have Jakeem. You end up having heaven, hell, war, and all this. And it seemed like a little too much out of nowhere. Uh, anything else? Are you ready uh, for your score? I, w- I was trying to get to that, but you decided okay. you wanted to talk about what the state of DC again for some okay. reason in the middle of it. But I like the art overall. It's just I look forward to where the story goes because it seems like it could be a go- good time. I just don't want them to force this new narrative out of nowhere with the fifth dimension in heaven and hell. But I don't know. It's just too much exposition to get us to where we need to be for this issue. So I gave it a 6.5 out of 10. Weird. That, that, that is there. That's a dynamite take mm. is what uh, that is. Uh, you're done now. I don't want to interrupt you. I don't want to cause problems (laughs) here. I thought that that's our uh, back and forth that we have on the podcast. But uh, I am going to give it a 6 out of 10. Yeah, everything seems just out of nowhere. You end up having really good art. You know, it was funny because you told me the art was really good earlier in the week, which it usually is. This is a book that usually does look good. Uh, At the beginning, I don't know. For some reason, I'm looking at it now, and I don't know what reason because it looks great right away. (laughs) You end up when it's the Titans United where you do have roundhouse trying to get you know what are we going to use as the big slogan as we go into fight for some reason in my mind i'm like yeah i didn't like the art much at all at the beginning it, 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 pretty much one panel i think and then it gets that awesome. panel threw it's, me off for the rest of the great. book that one i mean even when you have that part where kid flash is running towards you as you know you have emiko kicking a demon and things like that. it looks awesome it is so good and the weird and- part is when you put this in a trade because like it was um i'm trying to get back to my notes now it's eduardo pansico on art this issue yeah. and i think it works well to go off of bernard chang and stuff yeah, like that you still have marcelo mayalo on colors yeah and i was gonna actually say and i wanted to make sure that yeah, you know, what I was getting at. The book always looks great, but Art Chang's great. But no, it's Eduardo Pansica does a great job of continuing what the art style was. And in my mind, makes it all the better. character. Yeah, and really looks good. Yeah. Oh my, that's a hot take. There, <laughs> I know hot. a lot of people like Bernard Chang. No, I like he doesn't Bernard seem Chang to too. like us much. I end up tweeting, you know, things that we praise him, and he don't touch this. He doesn't touch America. He doesn't like us. But we end up, uh, yeah, it, it's it's okay. I like. Jakeem, I like the idea of that. I think the team, you know, except the last couple of pages, them arguing, it's set up to be pretty cool, you know, pretty cool dude uh, by the end. But this heaven hell stuff, that doesn't really intrigue me. But we'll see. It could still be fun. It could be cool. I want really out of this for Roundhouse to be able to get some closure with a sister. And that is a good way to do it if you're going to go to heaven, because I would hope she went to heaven. But if she didn't, Eric, she, she'll be in hell, too, so that you can get a closure there. What do you there, think his I, sister did? I don't know. We don't know anything about her. I don't know what she did. Maybe she killed animals or something on the side. Nobody knew. She was a serial killer. There's still a lot of unsolved crimes that go on in this country every single day. I can't say that she didn't do them. I don't know. I haven't seen the evidence, Eric. So she might be a serial killer, but I would think she's in heaven and will say, look at me. I'm having a grand old time up here. And then he'll say, I'll see you later. And she'll say, and he'll say, I can't believe I'm going to miss you this long. And she'll say, what? You can't wait two days? And oh my. And then he'll go. All right. But that's that. We're going to go off now and then we'll be back with more books to finish up the podcast. You can tell when he talks that he's uneducated Dresses up like a goonie, his look is outdated Won't wear glasses out even though we can't see He's a vain SOB but he's America's sweetheart to me 
If he comes to your house, you go broke trying to feed him. Buys toys on eBay, even though we don't need him. Never eats just one burger, always gets two or three. They call him a fat ass, he's America's sweetheart to me. And he might be six five, but he's got nothing else. Oh, and he'll never commit. That's why he never does shit. He'll die alone by himself. He talks horror movies, he'll line up a sing When he sings karaoke, he calls it a gig On Eby Lies, ordered a fat man's goatee His friends all left him, he's America's sweetheart to me Talking all about DC. Now here's Eric, and he's talking all about DC. Right here on Weird Science. Eric Shea will throw it down. His reviews are strong and sound. Spiders. His scores are much better. Gems you'll see. He will tell us all about DC. So tell us all about DC. Eric Shea. Ah, yes. Eric Shea remix. There. Uh, You like the sliders. You like the sliders. Sliders. (laughs) That's more than pushing buttons, really. Is flying a plane. Just pushing buttons, no, and the all and the whole scheme of things. Yes, I, I don't know. I don't know how they fly. That's like black magic. The way they fly planes. It, it, looking at a thing like that, why? Why is that even in the air? I, I don't like it. I'm like B. A. Baracus. The reason I, the dark ages went off so long. Isn't he a fool? You ain't getting me in that plane, Murdoch. You know, you also always have Murdoch too is involved in keeping the maintenance of said plane and flying it. I wouldn't get on that plane either. It always seems that not even the he's maintenance. It seems like you're always stealing a plane, so they have no idea what that the maintenance is. That is true, on it. Well, he's the Gotta guy who I think he is kind of the mechanic. Plane. So I think they're like, "Hey, does that look good?" And yeah. you look at him; he ain't really paying attention. That's what I'm saying. I'm crazy. You crazy for this plane? Yes. All right. Let's All right. you know, drug up, Mister T. We got to get in the air. It's, there's the deal. And it's funny when you have something like that uh, on the A team is what we're talking about, people. And you end up having that trope of not, but but yet your your series is based on going everywhere in the world, so you always have to. But by the bunch of you know, episodes, bunch of episodes later, you're like, why did we do that? We have to keep figuring out a because reason it's and hilarious. how. It is hilarious, but just the idea of one of the main things in the writer's room is, okay, who's in charge of how we're going to get BA on the plane this episode? Oh, that's you. Okay. Uh, we, we knock him out. All right. Yeah. 
you, know, you, you end up with like, all right. No, I'm totally coming up with new this. and interesting ways to do that became a really fun part of the series. It is fun for you. Like, you want to see what it's going to do I this bet time, you it was Jim. a real pain in the butt, though. Oh, I'm telling Pablo you. has some burgers and some milkshakes for BA yeah. here, but he's not going to eat those because he knows it's a drug, so he's going to eat theirs. But the thing is, Hannibal, they drug he, he had it all worked out. <laughs> That's the best. And I'm telling you, it is like one of those things. There's Mr. T, and he's like, all right, let me see what's going on here. All right, we just got a new uh, job. It's in South America. We can't drive. We're to gonna South have America. to get on a plane. Okay, we can't drive there. It's in the Bahamas. We can't drive no Bahamas. So, well, they're gonna do something to knock me out. We got to see what's going on. And yeah, he, he ends up being he ends up being fooled. I, I love it too. It's like here you go, BA. Here's your Burger King and your McDonald's. Like, listen, fool. I and then they just club him over the back of the, the head. Show with is a wrench. so good. I love that show. It, it is uh, over the top, but that's yeah. why we liked it, right? And and there you go. That's what I need to have the A-team equivalent of a book where it's just fun and goofy and makes fun. That should be what the Suicide Squad is every <laughs> single episode. It- is it, it might be now. That, that's the thing. It might be. So I just want to have some mindless fun at points. And I do think that, you know, to get on my soapbox, Eric, if I you had have to. any sort of like, music here, I'm yelling, I'm over here, guys. I'm a man is what I'm yelling to them and they're not listening. But yeah, I I just want at least one book that the guy's writing it, gal writing it, whoever is not the idea. I need to blow minds and win awards and show people that I should be more than just a comic book writer. I I need a fun book. Isn't that that what this book is right now that that we're going to talk about? It might be. The problem is, though, is it going to continue? We don't know because it is uh, by Dan DeDio. And, you know, we we haven't really said much full out, but Dan DeDio seems to be leaving in one way or the other left DC Comics today. And uh, we'll see what that all is when you get the full reports or so. But it's so crazy because a lot of people, you even said your message exactly was, seems like people are dancing in the streets now because if Twitter were streets. And so it's true. Yet me and you just right away, I I see the news. I'm like, really? I finally like a Metal Man book. (laughs) And this is why he's not going to be writing it. That's all I care. Because I'll tell you, I think that he is one of those guys that, there's a lot of other people involved, and he took a lot of brunt for a lot of things and let that happen. So, yeah, this might be a start of something big, whatever. We'll see what's going on. But I care about the metalman right now. As you should. And, and I don't know what's going to go on with this book, though I said – uh, to everyone, hey, watch out because Dan DiDio usually goes off the you know the ranch at some point and ends up getting a little wacky with the stuff. And Omex showing up at the end of the last issue, I thought, okay, the, here we go, we, we got the deal of what's going to happen. Uh, but it's still okay, and you know you got to give him some you know leeway. We've enjoyed it so much, but do we? Because who's going to be writing it? Has he done it? We'll have to see. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to see if things are That's announced, but give us the blur. we got Metal Man number 5, written by Dan Dio with art by Shane Davis, Michelle Delecki, Jason Wright, and Travis Lanham. Between the mystery of the nth Metal Man and the attack of Mother Machine, it looks like the Metal Man have their hands full. Thankfully, on the Mother Machine front, Led and Tin have Kevin Co. there to omactivate her dental plan, but this apocalyptic yes. technology-infused hybrid is too much for our heroes to make um, heroes, and it makes it so that Brother Eye has to abandon Kevin Co. so that he can never become OMAC again. Back in Mount Magnus, the Ant Metal Man is still altering the Metal Man, and for some reason, he isn't being kept on lockdown. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's odd. This, and, this, and this is the th- one thing about this book that is like you know, the bane of my existence is plaguing me. I'm like, why does this Ant Metal Man get the front of the house? 
Yeah, and you did have, you know, the whole deal, Dr. Magnus. Hey, uh, you know, you got to watch him here. You know, don't let him go around. That, and, but you, you got to be a little more, you know, with this. You've established the Metal Man can take down a Devil Ray by himself. What's Platinum going to do? Yeah. Yeah, and and you're really laying a lot on Platinum's shoulders there to do this when even at the end where you're just – I love the idea where there's about to be smooching going on and Platinum walks in. Oh, no, there's problems. There's problems. Don't you see I'm in a conference? I'm like, is that what you call it now, the smooching conference? I legitimize it. And just the – the idea, like, Tina, what is it? Like, so angry. Poor Planet. She's just trying to do what she's told and trying to make the man love her. And yet she is just the I'm whipping girl. girl. And of all the people, when you're getting these transformations, as people get hurt, they're there, and you have the nth metal men bring them back. I think that Platinum deserves it the most so she can get the heck out of there and go off and have her own life, right? Because it's just crazy that he treats her that much like crap. Well, it's such a weird idea because, like, with Mother Mayhem here, they even talk about the idea where she is the big bad at Robocon going and turning yeah. people into, you know, cyborgs to be her army and stuff like that. And it really does point out that Legends of Tomorrow 6 issue mini that we yeah. had that had, like, a firestorm Such a part. cool call-out for the three people who read it and enjoyed it. There, nobody read that book, and you're calling it out, I mean, but it makes it, sense, For the I firestorm, guess, right? the Metamorpho, Sugar and Spike, and the Metal Men series, and that yeah. whole thing that told, after six issues, it told, like, you know, all four of these stories, which is really cool but the th- uh, you didn't like it but i thought it was really it. cool besides for the sugar and spike it didn't part. sell is all i'm saying is that it didn't but sell well so you- you're calling this out this mother mayhem has a new thing because in that she wanted a responsometer for herself to go and do like new experiments and yeah. see the new next evolution of technology but at the end of that series we had the metal men remade almost like they are now but also had copper a new metal men character added to yeah. the team so Maybe why would you can- show up right i don't know <laughs> i don't think you're gonna get that for- it's well, just even so that weird. it's weird because you have mother machine series you had Mother Machine sucked into a response ometer herself, which felt like rushed. Like, oh, we have to end this now. She's in here, and we're done with her. And like, it's I don't know why you're going to like mention this series when you're not really picking up anything. I, I say that you're going to mention it just that maybe you get the the hopes that three people go off and, and buy it because it this wasn't is bad. Thing. Or even it's it's on the app, so yeah. you could go and, and read it there. Yeah, you liked it more than me, but you were more into the characters. It was kind of like an Eric Shea's Who's Who list of dream characters like Sugar and Spike. Firestorm. And uh, you, you end up here with the uh, Mother Mayhem, the Mother Machine, I mean. And when she shows up and it says, see Legends of Tomorrow, she says, it's like, I don't know that you need, like, I'd rather have more of uh, just give me what's going on here. Don't worry, Jim, because uh, do you know when we're going to be doing the Black? Blackhawk series for the New 52 review? It will be coming up, I because think. Because Mother, so. M- Mother Machine is I the bad guy in that. I keep Mother Mayhem. I know, now I want to yeah, do it too. It's tough, but, but Mother, Mother Machine, Machine is the bad guy of that. Again, though, you have a bad guy gal showing up here that not many people know oh, no. and throwing out that see this series uh, that nobody read seems to be like okay I, I don't need any of that just give me what I need to know and go on and you get that enough I mean really Mother Machine's there she likes the machines she's going to turn you into a machine but if you're a machine that you don't like she's like, you know you have this back and forth with her it does feel very familiar of the things that are going on right now with the Iron Man 2020 over at Marvel right now I said the no, no, Jim, this that is we're RoboCon having- 2020 well, I'm saying it's odd that we're having two pretty much like robot AI type revolutions. It seems in books at both companies, but he's in that. That's he's one of the main guys. Good so yeah, you end up having that. Yeah, good for him. I'm not touching that. <laughs> you, you go here and. 
Okay, it's okay. And the idea, though, that you bring back Omac out of and not bring him back, but have him show yeah. up here just to have him shut down <laughs> feels like Shaquem. Earlier, well, that, and it, that's the thing is too, because even the idea where you're not a big idea that Dan Didio really pushing Omac. Whenever he does yeah. something, he really oh, wants he to throw loves Omac, Omac. And that, the yeah. Kevin Co character of this whole thing. And that's one of those things where we are moving towards something like you know, like we talk about nonstop. It seems like tonight the five G. What's going to come? We don't know, no, but non-stop. at this point, we're not going to have a lot of opportunities to tell different characters who have been in the background and haven't like continued on. So we have a metal man here. We at least get, you know, if you are a fan of OMAC or Kevin Coe, you do, like, it could change by the end of the series as yeah, well. But yeah. you do get some closure in this whole thing where we kind of end the story. And that's where I'm going to talk about 5G again, Eric. Uh, just what we know about it, uh, you know, it doesn't seem like a reboot, right? You're opening up a continuity. And that's An where expanse. I saw a lot of people, a lot of people saying like, oh, man. And I think even we said at the beginning before anything was really announced, the idea of a timeline opening up is the big thing now that you aren't going to end up like, I'm going to kill Kevin Coe because he's just going to be back when you have this. It doesn't seem like that's the case. It's opening up. So what goes on here still remains in its little segment. And then you go forward as far as we know. So, you know, having this happen, it is something that is kind of cool. I, I just think it resets by the end. Because they might. That's the thing is we don't know what we're doing with Kevin Co. here or OMAC, but it just seemed like we were going to have this whole big thing where we're having OMAC taking on Led and Tim because you have to have the heroes fight before they can team up against the big bad, which you have here because it's, it's a trope that you have to do. Everybody has to do at this point, even though it drives me nuts now. But the whole thing is we have OMAC that like built like, you know, it's the creation of Brother Eye. Brother Eye was mm-hmm. you used new Genesis parts to help create some of the thing. Mother Machine was used apocalyptic parts. And then Brother Eye, it's a great part in my mind of this issue, where when Brother Eye is accessing the situation, the cybernetic nanites that go like sent from Mother Mayhem oh, I keep doing it now too. Mother Man. Machine <laughs> in OMAC and Brother Eye realizes Oh my God, this mother machine is I right. Stop. It's going to take me over. It's going to ruin me. This apocalyptic tech is better than my new Genesis tech that's like, you know, brought me to life. I have to deactivate Kevin Coe and yeah. stop, like sever all connection to him. So I'm like, you're really putting a pin in this in a really cool way. The idea that you are making brother eye or that like, you know, this really big bad that you don't really deal with a lot of times, yeah. like showing how the limits of the is and this, this silly, silly mother machine this, character so, yeah, is yeah. stronger than brother. I'm like, well, that's cool. It's good. And you're setting up the, the stakes and you're setting up the idea. Yeah. This, this, and really mother machine being the big bad cool enough but you do kind of have to up the stakes a little because she's showing up at a convention with Coe's cosplay and stuff so you need to get you're making a a joke throughout the idea that we're going to transform Ilda you know star hawking psychic and find out no it's just a cosplayer who goes to conventions dresses Ilda to get paid yeah so you have to make things a little bigger and does well. And if, if people don't understand the Brother I Omac connection, you could almost in something that kind of ties into right now, it's pretty much what's going on. It is. And also, it's almost like you're there in the deceased universe and all of a sudden all the online is having problems and you shut down the Internet. Yeah. He's basically just or how Batman ended up at the last point where he ended up shutting down the back computer so that it ends up being, you know, away from that. It's, it's like just, if there was a problem with magic and the Wizard Shazam shut down Billy's connection down to himself. Billy, yeah. Yeah. So, and it happens all the time in different things. So it is pretty cool. And it is a big thing because it's not just brother. I saying, OK, well, screw you, Kevin. He, he does even say, I, I will I, miss you. 
We'll miss you. <laughs> I, I'm, you know what's funny is when we end up dealing Huge with Brother, Brother Eye too much, friend. when we end up with too much Brother Eye, and even to the Future's point end. where we had him a bit Future's End, but also even in the detective comics, yeah. that it, it just gets so over the top with the you eye, eye, eye. Oh, my God, I hate it. And the fine. little bit we get here is fine. Yeah. It's not overdone. I'm telling you, they sit there. It's almost like, yeah, Betrigan. Next thing you know, he's rhyming and scheming all the time. You have reason. He doesn't even say anything. He's look, just, look. And then they, they're just like. Bizarro and Zatanna are way worse. This is just replacing the letter I with E-U-I-E. I can deal with that. that. No, it's why? I don't, mi- I don't mind it here. But there are other times where, okay, you're really pushing this over use of it where now you have the exposition and the monologuing brother I has to keep saying what he wants to do and the, yeah we get it I EYE just stop it but it's not bad here no it's really I good but the problem is is that I'm as much as I like the Robocon and the mother machine part the thing is that I want to deal with the nth metal man mission yeah, right here too. because we do find out in this issue that he has gone to iron and mercury who were injured before in the previous issues where he has remade them like he remade gold and even when no. Iron talks about it. It feels different, Doc. It's like a meeting for the first time. I want to know what this means. Is it a true sentience at this point? Because even Mercury, though, it's like, speak for yourself, Iron. I don't feel any different. The whole, all his, like, the idea, though, that his rage is now his own. He's going to be angry, but it's going to be his own anger. It's just not going to be Doc's anger. But the fact that it seemed to be a big secret that Doc was actually, you know, brought them, like Will Magnus brought them to life, but really didn't. It was just, you know, using his own emotions to make it appear like these people are, like, are, these metal men are alive and are exhibiting these emotions. But we're not really dealing with the fact that, like, you know, this big secret is being exposed to a degree, but we're not doing anything with him. Like, this is a huge part the story and i want to deal more with yeah, it yeah i want to deal more with it too and i wish there was something which and doesn't make sense because metal man walk around yeah yeah and and i i just there's no connection that this could be but it almost seems like it would be like in, in some other way that because you ended up having magnus will is so angry and he transferred his anger into Mercury yeah, yeah. now and then somehow it would go back like this was a way this was almost therapy for him it's not so you, you can't really have it go back but it would have been a neat thing to see like now that he doesn't have his anger like you find out he's been transferring that anger every night like he goes into a, a pod and it goes into mercury so he can kind of start the next day on the even got. keel uh but i i have this weird weird idea of this that we're gonna go towards some sort of I don't know, some soapboxing about, you know, first off about should you control people? That, that would be the big thing. But almost like with this idea of like, hey, I think this is great. Mary, uh, speak for yourself, Iron. I don't feel any different as a matter of fact. And he starts going through the whole deal. He's like, I was perfectly fine the way I was. Like one of these things that it's going to be about that toxic nostalgia and what should be good and what you want to be. And it just felt weird when you had that with Mercury then saying, I don't need any sense of awareness, like what you get angry at. And it's going to be this kind of weird exposition about what people like and don't like. And it's going to be this, I felt some weird (laughs) deal with this, just the idea where you end up with Mercury who should be a clean slate and should be, but he is still still angry for no reason. Like themselves, though, what they knew before, but it's their own at this point, like their own sentience. 
Yeah, like I don't need any sense of awareness or heightened emotional depth. I get the idea that that's kind of the point, pointing out to like, these are the people that just hate everything and they don't have any reason to. They just do it and they don't care. And it just seemed weird the way it was played out. I don't know why it was just this big thing. I don't need awareness. I don't need emotional depth. I just like being angry. And it just seemed odd. It seemed odd with the whole deal going where he, you know, you have everybody else at least like, man, it's like I'm brand new and all this. And he's like, eh, screw this. I but- am looking forward to the idea, though, when we leave Nth Metal Man and Tina at the end of the issue, the idea that, like, you know, she's been spurned all this time because she just wants to love Doc, but Doc can't ever, you know, love her because of what she is. And the idea that Nth Metal Man is going to change her. It's going to be something new. And I want to know what that's going to be because, like we talked about at the beginning of this review, Tina is the one that needs us more than anybody for how she feels yeah. and reacts. Well, because and she should get the up. hell out of there. I, I want her to just have her own deal and say, I'm out. You're a jerk. You, you, I sit there. I like you. Uh, I'm trying to, but you made that into me, but now end up, you know, spurning me. It's, it's an odd thing where the love that she has for him obviously was from him putting it there, but now he wants to just ditch her. Well, and the thing I, is, I like I, real ladies, Tina. Calm down. Yeah, really. But I mean, why start that up? You're basically setting up a robot deal, a, a metalman or woman to love you unconditionally, but you're not going to you know, send that back. You're just not like life, back, Jim. Yeah, really. It's just, this is how, again, that's why he's so <laughs> nice Doc to Magnus. every other people because he ends up, oh, I get rid of that every day. But yeah, he comes back and you have the, and, but, and just the idea of Tina, why weren't you paying attention? I'd be like, why were you out on a date? Please. You knew this guy is the worst we thing that or maybe we don't know. Man from the dark of this metal man from the dark multiverse that showed up, you were supposed to do uh, stuff with it, and you went out smooching. And you went out smooching. You could have smooched here in your conference room, as you call your bedroom. It's actually a conference room, kind of. But yeah, I'm in the middle of a he conference. He sleeps where he no, wants you're to. Not. You know what? What are you getting debriefed? Is, is that what you're doing in your conference there, Will? You jerk. Uh, but yeah, even the idea though, like we want the the nth metal man. <laughs> That's all we really want. And you have this talk of the well, side Star though, Labs I'm, will help I'm you with out. A lot. <laughs> Yeah, and like Star Labs will help you out and we'll do this. No, no, no. I don't need that. You'll sell it. No, we won't. Yes, you will. All right. Let's move on and well, smooch. We're going to tie in the idea of Jeanette Clyburn being the director yeah. of Star Labs yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm just saying I don't really need that. I, you know, maybe that'll come. But if it gets to two issues of who has the, you know, majority control, I, I don't need that nonsense. I want to know what the Nth Metal Men is doing and what this means for the Metal Men as we go forward and what Will is going to do about it uh, instead of just going out on smooching dates because that's all he seems to want to do. But it does actually do one thing. It does give some of the Metal Men, you know, mostly at the Robocon deal, it, it does give Lead and Tin their kind of spotlight they're they're on their own you get to see them and they're fighting they're, they're kind of badass oh, no, they're I'm you, at the beginning when they're taking on omak doing the teamwork where tennis wraps himself mm-hmm. around omak's face and iron just yeah. lead starts just beating his face in like, yeah, that's oh my, great. you are wrecking house on omak yeah, right that's here that's great and i like it and that's so having smooching parties going on with will it does let you have more of the metal men and especially because like you said lead and tin are off on their own at this thing and, and, the and thing, you get them it, with it's, it's a lot of fun for this whole series because you want the metal men to be fun. It was one of my things before where you had a dark story in the first issue. Like, you want a fun metal man. You didn't have really any metal men in that first issue. It's why I was a little harsh no. on it. But, like, now you are getting to have fun, but you are dealing with this big mystery in the background, which is the focus of the book for the most, or yeah. should be. And we're not be. dealing with it. It's driving well, me nuts. 
And I, I bet you if we ended up at the end, this would just be a guess of mine that at the end of the 12 issues, if we get that and it ends up being, you know, Dan Didio writing the whole deal, uh, that we could point and say, like, boy, there were like six issues that dealt with the main story of the Anth Metalman. These others thrown in there, the other six, they were just kind of filler to get to that 12. This could have been just, you know, pretty tight with the Nth Metalman. But I do like some of this fun. That we're having on the side. I, I don't really care about Mother Machine that much. And oh, Max Big, but it, you know, it's in a book. We say we end up having Gotham City Monsters as what should have been one of the bigger books, but it's not. So when you see these big things, you know that they're not playing with the full deck of cards that a normal, you know, big book would. But this is pretty cool to see Omac. He ends up with Kevin Cohen. Kevin's just like, huh? I don't know what I'm going to do now, but, you know, hey, whatever. And he kind of is, you know, walking out. But Brother Eye does seem like that last bit that he's sad, and maybe he will fight to do it. Oh, Kevin's like, why couldn't you put up, like, a firewall or something? Please, your Brother Eye, I mean, you have this. Why can't you still be with me? But it also well, does. even if he didn't, the whole thing then, I think that Kevin would have just become, That's you know, the Mother, mother That's what mother I was just going to say. And I wish that that was pointed out, too, as the deal, because, yes, he would have been taken over. It's a lot of it being that Kevin Omac can't be taken over as a slave as well. So uh, we'll see how this goes. I would love if Kevin was just hanging out. We got some more things, but you know, who knows? He signed. He seems to be sad, sad who just leaves. I wish it to like, Hey, get back here, Kevin. Like, like you know, we like back you. Back off to and, El Paso because the last yeah. time we saw him before this was he was that homeschool kid that Blue Beetle used yeah. to talk about. It always is the homeschool kids, isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, Logan. That's, That's the only time of. that like, you know, Omax shows up is like when anybody needs a side character in the background. I just wish that he would have stayed as Kevin with the Metal Men. It kind of would have been a fun little trio going around. Kind of like Ben Rubel with the Titans? Yeah, I'm telling you, it would have been an okay deal. He was Omac. He had a connection. He has to have some sort of ideas. Yes, that's what I'm saying. And he would have had some ideas. Maybe even maybe go and, and actually help out Will by saying, stop your smooching parties. Let's get with this. I think that that would be maybe cool. we'll have it because he is just walking out. Yeah. What do I do now? And we do cut then. You to might want to get Metal you know, Man and back to Mount Magnus or something. I don't and know. And maybe they will say as he's going, we'll start up the next. Oh, hey, buddy, why don't you come with us? You know, you seem down and out in El Paso. It's a terrible place to live. We don't want you oh, to. Oh, wow. And that's a hot a take stance. on El Paso. Never been to El Paso, Eric, but I, I don't like their food. And I just mean like the El Paso brand. I don't even know what I'm saying. No. <laughs> but there you go. Hot take. Uh, but yeah, at the end, I hope that Look Kevin warm. stays. Eh, that's more of a freshman cold take. Uh, freshman dorm cold take. But what did you give this? I ended up giving it a 7.5 out of 10. I love the artness. I think it's some of the best art that DC has right now. And then thank God for that because I, I could even go higher than a 7.5 because of how great the art here and how much I look forward to looking at it each and every month. Because while I do enjoy the story, we're not focusing on the big things because we are going off dealing with Mother Machine at Robocon, which is it's big in its own right, but it's not as big as the mystery of what, you know, Will Magnus' secret is and what the Nth Metal Man from the Dark Multiverse. Huge things. Barely focused on it. I can't even tell you I know what the Nth Metal Man is really doing with, you know, the sentience that he is giving the other Metal Men. It's just something in the background that's happening that you and I speculate on. I want to 
focus more on that, but we're not doing that. But we are having a good time. But 7.5 out of 10. I'm going to go the same. And, uh, you know, slightly different reasons. I normally, if I was going to go the whole deal, it might even be a 7. But I'm going to go 7.5 because, amazingly, I'm enjoying Metal Men. And that is something there's there's something there that I can't really fully pinpoint. I'm having fun with it. I like talking with you about it. Yeah. And then you have that side, you know, mystery of the Nth Metal Men that in my mind, I want to see it because that's the mystery set up in the book. But really, the Nth Metal Man, you're, you're tying into the Nth Metal. I just still. imagine I don't we couldn't have hear Copper that in this anymore. series because we're going to have the Nth Metal Man who's actually yeah. a similar shade and, and color. And I'll give, yeah, it's true. You end up, but he has, you know, he has a, a fancy look. He does. And Copper's but a she, go, so you could do it, yeah, but it would get so confusing, could, I think. But it would get confusing. But with this. <laughs> Especially if it, you've made people go back. Yeah, in order to get into this new Metal Man series, you have to read Legends of uh, Tomorrow. Yeah, nobody needs that. What's I, I like the idea, though, that you do have nth metal which i want to leave behind quicker than kevin co who gets out of this book here with his head down he doesn't go that quick but i i don't really care about nth metal nth i don't metal care fine kevin, until yeah. scott snyder tied well, into the dark multiverse and that's what i'm saying and still i don't get angry about it here i'm not sitting there like oh nth metal jesus crying let's get this out of here oh god no i i i just like the story that's it's being told metal. i like the the mystery that's set up, I just need a little more of that each issue. And I hope that we get back to that one issue out of a couple. You go to Robocon and have some fun, the one issue. Okay, let's get three more that really are hard hitting. Now you can say OMAC not being OMAC is hard hitting, but again, it's in not the Metal Man book. It's in the Metal Man book. And it Look, is OMAC, but you're it's not going to get is. anywhere else. Yeah, no. And yeah. And so when it happens, you're like, yeah, this book and, and really going forward and we said who knows what's going on with dan didio if he ends up off this book then in my mind this book takes a dive as well because he can kind of force the issue of this is important because he was in charge yeah. now if he isn't and remember he did say this is the book that the most important things happen 5G before stuff's 5G. Gonna start happening in this book yeah, yeah. it's going to start doing and maybe we're seeing it now maybe, maybe. the whole omac deal was part of that is it but. crazy though that i can tell people like you know seven five it's not one of those scores that people are going to say they're going to look at and be like man look look at that high score and stuff like that and even if you go back and look at the other things i've done with the metal man for the scores i've given them they're not great even at one point i think t- issue two or three i gave a six out of ten this is my favorite series coming out of dc comics right now and it's the one that i look forward to the most each and every month and it's selling like nine thousand. did you tell me it was yeah, it's, it's like 11 now. 11 it's, 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 just it's falling so bad that's a hot it gets me so upset because it's just freedom fighters all over again. It is. It's because, you know, we're, we're enjoying a book that nobody's reading. I mean, we look at the numbers on our site for reviews and nobody's reading that review. And it's not to, you know, they just don't care. It's one of those books. Hey, I don't care what that's doing. I don't read it. Not a lot of people are. Poor but it man. is good. And I'm having fun with it, and it's one of my favorites as well. Yo, you, you can know. do it, Jim. You can go on that DC Universe app, and they have a section there called Shorts, where you can go and see the Metal Men shorts from the DC Nation. Is, is that what I can? Yeah, you do? can. I do like those. I like Remember the Animal, Animal Man, Man one. I like the Animal <laughs> Man one the most. We watched that a lot of times. But Jess yeah. hates the Metal Men. I put on the shorts the other day, and she was just getting no, so annoyed. Is it their voices that she can't stand? No, she stand? just hates everything about them. 
It's probably Tin's big nose is probably what gets him. That well, nose is a little has freaky, a big nose. right? Yeah, they all do kind of. Well, not all of them, but yeah, Mercury and Tin. It's Tin, though, that, you know, what is he trying to be? The, the Tin Man, Eric? Is the, it is. Really? But, yeah. <laughs> so I end up liking this more than I thought I would, more than I think I should. And that's why I go. And, and again, seven, five, both of us. And that is very positive for me. You have to know when you go and, and, Go with reviews. Somebody looks at your review and says seven five, and then sits there. Oh man, what a negative jerk or whatever. It's almost a point over. You're just average, and you haven't been liking a lot of the books. So you know you have to go with with the flow and see how people are. There everybody are gives problems, a ten obviously. out of ten. A lot of fun there too. People give a ten out of ten. Everything looks amazing. Time, you know. But we're gonna move on to the next book. A book that I ended up arguing with people about a little talking with people really? you just argue with everybody about everything you do now conversing with them it is nightwing and i you know i i've said all along that we have supported this book i think more than most people uh and I think that in Patreon my spotlight was a half an hour longer just because you're trying to plead your case for the unkillables yeah i don't like getting yelled then i gotta <laughs> you know tell people i'm here to convince people to like me that's all this podcast it's a delivery system for me begging and pleading for love it's which i working. didn't get all through my childhood Eric. this is my neverland you're ranch too needy, that's right? why it's my neverland ranch eric is Ew. that a good deal Ew. to say right Ew. So I got you here. Uh, but yeah, Nightwing is a book I'm that a I said earlier with the idea, you can't, uh, to you I did at work, uh-huh. you can't end up going every issue and say, I hate Rick. I hate the idea of this. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Because then when somebody would say, you know, hey, why are you reviewing it anymore? Because it, that is kind of uh, you know legit at the point where if you're just going to center on the direction you don't like it if you don't like it you're never going to so why are you bitching and moaning about it all the time but you have to go with the idea in my mind as you review this is are they doing something with it is each story progressing the story are they telling good stories with what they've been given and dan jurgens writing this is not the guy who came up with this narrative of rick grayson he's the guy who is writing it and needs to make it engaging needs to make something go on that you want to read it each month i don't think he's doing it and that's where i'm really really losing my patience Look, he is doing the old this. dan jurgens freaking checklist of how to write a comic where you have like you'd recap a lot of it throw in a fight scene and then end on a big cliffhanger yeah. see you next month I've ha- i i'm starting to where we were trying to remain positive with it and positive being hey we like the nightwing squad hey there's some stories to be told here I'm starting to think We're that there, yeah, that's what the thing is. There are stories. Nobody wants to deal with them, especially Dan Jurgens, Nightwing number 69, dude, written by Dan Jurgens, art by Ronan Cliquette, Nick Filardi, and and world designs nightwing continues by catching up with everything we keep catching up on for the last 17 months we all want more dick in this book but i don't need it to be treated as a carrot on a stick and who is gonna who are you doing this recap for that's my main deal and then we'll get into that right when i'm done this we do bookend the issue with the joker looks to be coming to the blood with a few days to thrill oh, no. i don't need a gimmick i need more dick is what i need i need my dick look, and that's what i want gimmick country right now jim yeah, I, I just want to be able to curse without really cursing. That, that's his name. 
Eric. That's Richard? why I said it. Yeah, Richard. I need more Richard in my life. I know. And, and I'm telling you, it makes me laugh every time. And I, I took this book over to review. Me and you had a little bit of a behind-the-scenes negotiations going down of what books we were reviewing. And I took back Nightwing, and I get on to an issue which, to me, is the, sucker. the most non-issue. That we, this is going to give you recap like I said, 17 months ago, we're going to recap. Then we're going to recap what we just saw in Year of the Villain, just told by Dr. Haas. And now we've got, to, go recap, we've got to recap that Nightwing annual we just had in case yeah. nobody read that as well. And my whole thing about this is, okay. we got Nightwing you, in a new cool costume, though. <laughs> yeah, I like that. You have Rick Grayson. I don't think people you know, are going to like it. I think it's pe- kind of cool, though, because it's different. I think it's okay. People don't like Rick Grayson. They Not don't like the idea. Those people have left the book. They are not reading this book. They are out there telling people to not read this book. They are, anytime an issue comes out, it started, this is why I talked about the whole arguing and things like that. Anytime an issue comes out, you'll get people out. Is it still Rick Grayson? Yeah, the solicits come out. Oh, the solicits came out. Are we getting Dick Grayson back? No. There's a blueprint. They start yelling. So they're not back. Who are you recapping for? Because the people who have stuck with this want a story. We want to have something go on. We're stuck reviewing it because that's what we do. But the sales are going down in my mind, not because it's just Rick Grayson. Because even before Rick, the book was selling 25000 and now it's nineteen. There's not that. But you have maintained some of these people, which you could have done even more. If we had, yeah, it's boring. Why are we recapping? Whose first issue well, is this now? Even the idea where they, they flipped the script on us and made it a night of the, like a, a court of the owls yeah. kind of deal that goes Seemed into this, cool. like right there. I'm like, okay, you're finally doing something with the recreation amnesia that actually makes sense and you could do something cool with it. And now we're still doing this after defeating Talon, not knowing like he has two memories going down. Like, yeah. which one's the, which one's the real memory? I'm like, well, you have the one where you're a cold blooded killer, which you know you're not, or the one where you're Batman and you've met those people hey, and they yeah, told you yeah, all that's what I was going to say. Here's what you have, idiot. First off, get online. There's videos. You could get online and see, oh my, there was somebody. There was was me doing these things with Batman. Let's see what we have besides in my noggin of me being a cold-blooded killer with a talent. Oh, I don't see any of that. Oh, no. This says I was killed during Forever Evil. Yeah, yeah, really. I'm supposed to be dead. Where is it that you sit there and say, well... I don't know what I want to go with. The idea that I slice people's throats and, and drink their blood and laugh. It's not really what he does, but still. Or the idea that I was Robin with Batman. I was the boy wonder. I ended up doing these things. It's funny because I ended up having a Barbara Gordon show up and say, hey, you know, we were friends. Every time Alfred shows up at one point. Oh, man, you were the best. All from love. All of that coming over and saying, you were great, we love you, whatever you have to do, whatever, but we're here come, Kill him you. or I'll kill you. Yeah, yeah, and then you have the guy show up. I'm your grandfather. You're a killer. You're awful. We're going to do this. This is I trade. Like, it's all just nonsense. It, it, that is not a bad, you know, a decision. And you want to have Dan Jurgens wants Turns to out play we this go to idea. Switzerland to find out what the truth is. Yeah, like, Dan, Dan Jurgens wants out, to Rick. make it seem as if... The stuff that happened in Bloodhaven in this book, that's in the now. Whatever happens with I was the boy wonder, that doesn't mean that you don't love B. That doesn't mean that you haven't been here helping the Nightwing squad. 
that doesn't go away unless somebody's manipulating you to do that, which would be what the owls kind of. So the idea of saying, okay, I have these weird memories, but I think that the Batman stuff and the Robin and the night, I think that's me. And let's go forward. B, I love you. I, I, I don't know what the issue is about. I don't want to accept this or that or the other thing. I mean, really, he is going for the full. Just be you and know that you can go and look up things in my mind. Like you said, sound the satellite. You can, you can see things. You can go on and check these things out to realize, okay, this nefarious organization that wants to kill people, amazingly, they're bad. They don't end up having my best intentions. It's so funny, too, because even when you go to Dr. Haas's office with B and Rick trying to get answers because, like, you know, this is a doctor that helped me. Now that my mind is shattered into two things, I'm going to go here. She's not answering my calls. Turns out she's gone back to Switzerland. Oh, my God. She has a court of Alice mask in her desk. But the thing is, I'm like, (laughs) unless you're just really dealing with your, you know, your court of Alice memory, like, being Rick Grayson right now, you should look at this like, the hell is that? Because yeah. what, what would you know with this like this white mask with a little yeah. like you know pointy nose for yeah. the owl I'm thing? I'm like, you. you don't look at this and immediately go and like unless you know you fought them or something like that. Oh, it's one of those. Oh, here we go, and I I love it too. It's like, wait a second. I read the very friendly owl. Oh, no. And it's it just the idea of, oh, you know, that was given to me by my relatives, but they weren't there in my other memories. Or, you know, whatever. You now have a connection that those memories are all bad, whether or not they're true. What is the, you know, the bad intentions that a Barbara Gordon or a Alfred or a Batman, what bad things are they trying to get they you to, love to me. do? I yeah, hate that it's stuff. Like, really? I hate love. I don't want people to accept me for what I am. So I tell Jess all the time. Yeah. I mean, you're not even dealing with the idea that a- uh, But she doesn't call me Rick. She calls me Dick. Where where is the thing where the owls then manipulate him in a way that he all of a sudden, in this court of the owls deal, still has his parents, which end up could be dupes or something. Like, you need something that's going to entice you to go that route. And there isn't. There isn't anything. He he doesn't get his parents back. He doesn't have a better life. He's going to go off. I could either be, you know, a soldier for Batman or a soldier for the owls. But you also have a choice with Batman and things. And they're not even pushing that part. It's just, I don't know which is which. Just go with what's good. Go with what you think is what you feel is right. And that's what gets me mad about this is Dick Grayson. I always say he's a great guy. He is one of the great like wally is the hope he is he's the heart of the bat family thus part of the big hope why he's so good with wally and all that stuff he should be able to tell at least in a little bit i don't want to be that killer where they can just ice me and i'll come back later and all this stuff but he's got to see his doctor she's the only one who helped them and oh no you're an owl they end up in when I was reading it and just the here and now of actual page flipping. And I'm like, she left that mask there? What an idiot. But it was, I left you a roadmap. Why? Why didn't you just do this in your <laughs> office? There's no reason to run off to Switzerland she to have them to show there. you there. He's getting the heck out of town. I really need Rick to come over here because I do want to talk to him, but I am on a schedule too, so I'm going to leave some clues from behind so he follows me here so I don't have to go to him. Well, and and seriously, if if we want to go to the whole deal, now he is – you would think that he's going to get back on a plane 
and come back and things like that, the Bloodhaven. But this does give that window of opportunity for the Joker to show up because the Joker's at the beginning and the end where he sees this Nightwing squad. And it's pretty funny where there's Joker watching TV and like, the new Nightwing squad in Bloodhaven. It's a it's a group of people who have some sort of connection. But we have this guy, that guy. These look like relatives. And Joker's watching. He's like, not on my watch. This isn't, you know, the guy I know. And it does give you that opportunity for the Joker to get there while he's not there. So the Joker can kind of try to wreck house and stuff like that, I guess. But, yeah, just going off to Switzerland. Why? But going off to Switzerland when we do meet up with Dr. Haas, it seems that she's been prepared because every time we've seen her, you pointed out, I didn't think it was anything, the idea that she was wearing this crystal yeah, around her neck yeah, the entire really, time. I told you, they were so really pushing that. When Rick Rick goes through and ends up beating up guard after guard at a big old castle and finally comes up with uh, comes in contact with Dr. Haas, she has what she calls the identity crystal, which, you know, in close proxi- like proximity will write, rewrite your identity and she pretty much can control you and make you do whatever you want for some reason though all it takes during this whole thing where Rick is like being told like who, who he is like you know what Dr. House wants him to be he shudders once and says ugh you have the, the worst guard ever who yeah. sees this uh, this he, he's rejecting it and immediately sits a 10 second self-destruct freaking thing on you, I'm like what are you this, doing guys? this is like a greeter at Walmart who has a button to sell every stock they like sell Sell him, sell him, we're going down. This stupid or, guard who is there. You know, a button to blow up Walmart. Yeah, this guy is like, you know, and he's got an itchy trigger figure, this dude. I'm because- telling you, it's just the whole thing. You have you have Dr. Haas go up to Nightwing, who is under her control, raised <laughs> he, you, trained you, molded over. you in his image. He says, uh, he's resisting. <laughs> Can't let him win. Why did they give this guy this thing? There was usually Panicky even when we had this. Don't give it to him. <laughs> usually, we'll at least have two guards who have to put keys in and then turn them. This guy just has what appears to be uh, a, a garage watch, door opener, yeah, a garage door opener, maybe a, an alarm clock that he can press a button and blow up the place. A night timer for no reason, and, and he's hurt, and he's just going. And like you said. He is fully being under control. He seems to be going under there. He, he says, is going to be a talent. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. oh, Towns oh, will no. say, uh. He's resisting. I got to blow the <laughs> place you, I up. I laughing so hard when I'm reading this. Oh, like, my God. My Pete yep. over here is quick on the is. This guy, you, do, you really need, if you are the Court of the Owls, especially the Switzerland the branch, Switzerland you, castle you, better, you better end up really going through your social, you know, your, your psychological profile where, like, hey, uh, are you guy... Do do you make brash decisions? Do you get upset easily? Do you the jump to conclusions? For and you. he's like, yes. All right, here you go. You're the one with the detonator for our whole thing blowing up. Just you. You have it. It's so ridiculous. It is. It is. <laughs> it's the worst thing ever to have this guy. He's just a guard. There you go. He blows up the whole castle. This isn't <laughs> no even better. like it blows up the foyer where he's in. We blow up everything up to the point where Nightwing and Dr. Haas are actually thrown out into a river oh st- like down God. the line. It was pushing so hard that Nightwing wasn't able to hold on. So Dr. Haas is gone. We can't use anything. To, but he, he seems is, to be dead, but you she's know, gone. She gets That's the thing. You're not going to get yeah. any answers from Dr. Haas no. about who he is, what his memory is supposed to be. He has the crystal? But he does end up with the identity crystal at the end. I don't know how you do it, if it's magic yeah. or what. But yeah, I don't know he's if got he knows. It. And because the thing is, he's got it, but he's also Rick Grayson amnesiac, who now has amnesia about 
also what just happened i don't know what just happened i'm like really are we no, getting layers here get him in the concussion protocol tent he is out he's they on were the disabled and they blew themselves up Holy i don't know what crap. happened either Rick. i just needed the guy to be floating down the river at what cost he's just yelling or either that or like i was wrong like this guy, Patricky Pete. I need him in every book. Every book from now on. If one little uh, you just no, have no. a guy running in the Hit background. It. He's resisting. Oh my god, he's actually uh, the five G guy. He is now going to just press the button on the whole universe because Let me somebody tell said this guy, uh, resistance is futile. He's a no. He, they're resisting oh everybody. God, why is he even privy to listen <laughs> into this and make the decision to blow things up? He is not in charge. He is a guard who. Also, just, I think he's just pissed that he got beat up, and he thinks that if he doesn't blow this, he's I mean, in trouble. He must he's be gonna lying, get fired. Like five feet away from what's going on right uh, now. I'm like, it's all cool, guy. He Calm doesn't down. Want to get fired is what it is. He he ended up being beat yeah, up. Don't do that. Well. That. They actually put no. you on fire. Yeah, yeah, you, you're not good, and then you end up being one of the the burned. You're in that that awful ship and things. That in is Green one thing Arrow. where you can go from the Court of Owls to actually Dante's Inferno and stuff yeah, like you're that. You're in Dante's Inferno and stuff. Yeah, the burned. You don't want to be part of that. But you know, it's it's pretty much you know a synergy between them. They're working is together. It the ninth it, circle it keeps that was it going. That's the circle of life. Yes, it is the uh, the ninth circle, which might even be also part of the ninth tribe. See, it all fits in, Eric. It's all the circle of life, and uh, yeah, there you go, uh, Panicky P. Cause some trouble. Tony, and- Panicky Pete at least brought some enjoyment to this book for me because, for the most part, it yeah. is just going over yeah. everything we've already dealt with. And I'm like, yeah, we might have a new costume, which is an also cool thing. The book looks good. I like the art a lot. We're in Switzerland yeah. going after Dr. Hossier, and, but we learned no new information besides too. for a magic crystal. Yeah. And, and the, the best thing <laughs> is, the is now that I'm even thinking about this, is the idea where I said, yeah, you get him in Switzerland at least. We'll see when he. He he probably doesn't know where to go now. He doesn't even remember that woman was Dr. Haas. So him being there, who knows? He might have amnesia on top of amnesia like uh, on top the of Guinness memory Batman Beyond right now. He's just walking yeah. around Gotham and amnesiatic and like, you know, d- just yeah. going around he being might a freaking street kid. A, a bum, yeah, uh, in Switzerland, which, you know, Hope you could be at worse day. places than Switzerland. Oh, you know, they cold. have the... It is cold, but hey, he's got that new outfit on and stuff. I don't like his now mask. Now soaking wet. He, his, the I mask like it. It's just a regular up, domino mask. I'm it, like, it I makes him look that. like the Hamburglar to me. I don't like that. I don't need the Hamburglar. Everybody looks like the Hamburglar. <laughs> like, you ain't stealing You're my hamburger. Everybody's stealing your Hamburglar. And, and you, like, know what, Calm down. you know what, buddy? He gets out of the water. He's like, Grimace. I know the. I'm getting revenge on the Fry Guys. He, he heads off well, then. The Fry Guys know. never hurt nobody. Yeah, but he doesn't know that he's he's amnesia. So Somehow it's, it's the conclusion. It's because that when you want to do that, that's where you try to figure yell, things he's out. He's resisting. Yeah, that's what happens. You don't like those fry guys. They are annoying. I mean, if you did see them, you'd probably be annoyed. But you end up. No, well, of course, too. It, it, I wish though. That Jason Todd somehow is in the book because you get the Joker and he's watching more of this. And I like the beginning where you know it's the Joker. Yeah. And he's like, man, what a joke. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's good. But like you said, Dan Jurgens, he plays the idea of let's just kind of eh, push the story uh inch ahead but end up with a great cliffhanger and then start so the process. So bring everybody back. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's always I like just, that. 
Do we do we need him to have a crowbar? I mean, really, this guy, how many crowbars does he have? He smashes the TV with the crowbar and then looks at us. You aren't Nightwing. I'm, I know I'm not. Get away from me with that crowbar, buddy. Uh, but yeah, what would you get? The for? thing is, I think he used to use a gun for situations like that, but then he kept getting evicted because of the gunshots. The police oh, yeah, were called. That does cause trouble. Oh, but here we go again. Also, really, I doubt that TV looks like one of those real old TVs that people used to have like Tube in TV? their kitchen and stuff where you look. It's just a small one there and yeah, I, yeah. I think that i i'm surprised that it lasted that long i really am with the way he well, goes people take it, care of this stuff jim he doesn't he just <laughs> well, smashes no, right. stuff he does i mean not. the guy it comes on and he sees the commercial and doesn't like it he's shooting it like you said new but night wings not on my watch i guess it's not... time to go to the blood joker style yeah yeah and yeah that's kind of like oh, that's a little force but you know he's uh, got, look he's i'm got all a few about especially with what we're dealing with from it time seems like run. a gimmick but the thing is that he knows who everybody is he's going off and doing his different things i don't know how it's going to tie into what yeah. we're doing with and like you know tying his run of batman right now but i don't know it adds something to the book because even when we had the scarecrow show up initially i thought okay this yeah, is cool we got cool. a batman yeah. film I, we didn't do you. anything with it but now like you know hopefully the choker will add something to it and really yeah. Yeah. even we had the like william cobb show up and just take out the night new nightwing squad so easily yeah. I'm like, oh man you guys were not ready for I a mean, talent really, in this. right now you ain't ready for a joker either if you're friends of die. zach if you're friends of zach you better call him now because he's dead he, he is the <laughs> whipping boy so oh my god he, he i i actually think uh he will survive i have my theories of, of what might happen think but, colleen's gone yeah i think colleen's gone i think that the whole setup is zach's it's the whipping boy lady. and then colleen just that this would affect that zach he almost died Every issue that Nightwing Squad they let they don't they're not affected by it. Like, hey, sex in the hustle. What's new? Again? I mean, really? Yeah, really. I hope that they have a good, you know, sort of uh, insurance. Plan. But mail Colleen dying, I think, would be the deal. Where I, I, in my mind, just a crazy deal of going ahead. First off, I wish that the Joker was heading to Bloodhaven with the idea. I think Sapiens we'll is going down. Well, I think that if in my mind, I'd love Joker to show up and he is actually the one that gives us back our, our Nightwing, our Dick Grayson. And then it fades out to the scene where you just had Dick Grayson. He was in bed with Catwoman telling him his great biggest regret was that he ended up coming back because of the Joker. This guy. Came, but I also think, though, you that think it's going to be one of these cartoon situations where a shot to the head did it. So he's going to get hit in the head again. He's going to remember exactly. everything. Exactly. And like then hit the head again and forget it again. It's going to be like Homer. He's just going to keep forgetting and remembering. And when you have this, though, I do think what happens, this would be my guess of getting out of this whole Rick Grayson is you end up having this Nightwing squad. We've been waiting for somebody to die so that a Dick Grayson can say, oh, my, it's because I wasn't doing this. I actually think that what might happen, say Colleen gets killed. And that's where Sapienza Hutch or even, you know, just the whole team one, whatever. They go completely bonkers and start trying to murder people because now they are taking it to the streets. And that's where Dick Grayson has to say, no, 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 you guys are doing OK, but you can't go over the board. That's not how we work, even if somebody, one of us dies. So you're telling me like we're going to do it where we have the characters and become bad guys, even though we like them. Well, that's the thing. Nobody else likes them. This Nightwing squad, and for Joker pointing out again, you ain't the Nightwings. Yeah, I, I think that we're the only ones who like this Nightwing squad at all. And they don't care if they become bad guys. It, it, and they will end up, I think, going over the line or almost going over the line for Dick Grayson to come back and say, no, 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 you can't do this. I'll come back. You settle down. And then they kind of come to their senses. Um, but 
you know, it kind of even at the beginning, it was kind of point out they're not exactly great guys anyway, because they're doing things above the law, which, you know, like Batman's not a great guy. Well, that's the thing. He's not a Superman. police officer. He's not a police officer. These guys were. You and keep decided, your opinions to yourself. Well, they decided. <laughs> superheroes uh, are superheroes, Why Jim. did Sa- Sapienza decide? To, he's not a superhero. He is a cop that's dressing up as Nightwing. And he even said at the beginning, I want to be Nightwing because I don't have to follow the rules then. But he does have, seems to have a code. But when one of theirs might die, then I think the code goes out the door and we'll see. I'll see if I'm right, Eric. And it's nothing I read in the solicits or anything because, unfortunately, solicits aren't telling crap. Just like the story is why I gave it an FU5. What would you give it? 5.5 out of 10. There's not much here going on. It's just funny to me at the end for the idea that we do have something with an identity crystal that might get us out of the whole amnesiatic thing. But ultimately, it was an issue of recap. They really gave you a big cliffhanger. And I'm like, yep, this is regular Dan Juergens fair right here. I'm getting sick of it. Is this your second favorite identity crisis story? Is it, Eric? this your second favorite because no, it's no, kind no. of what's going on right no it's not uh, i don't not think you read same, that story I understand no, what's i'm happening. saying he is having an identity crisis he's trying uh-huh. to figure out what's going what on the identity crisis and identity crisis well, i'm saying the, the growing up of the why i don't know i have no idea <laughs> I don't know what you're no, saying. Yeah, this is more of an identity crisis than that was so uh but yeah i just i need something to go on in this book and really just you know crap or get off the pot please nobody likes this nobody is defending this book when people get mad about it nobody's saying i hope that rick grayson lasts forever no but why are you doing this there is no reason it is actually just mind-blowing that this has continued this long when people hate it people hate it and avoid it the sales are down If, if the sales went up then you'd have a point you don't and just stop it next issue i don't care what the issue is have somebody draw something this week and come out next week with a a five issue you know five page thing that says i'm dick grayson again and go forward because we're getting to a point where you may not get enough time to have any dick grayson before we hit something new and it's just stupid it really is it's a stupid idea to keep going with when it's failing and people use it as a reason of hate and just stop. But it's not my book of the week. I'll tell you that. But we're going to go right now to talk about our books of the week. All right. And what is your book of the week, Eric? My book of the week is Flash Forward number six. While it was uh, kind of a lackluster series overall, I think it gave us a pretty strong ending. And I look forward to see where it goes going forward. That is my I, book I look of the week forward as to going well. to see where it goes going like, forward. Yeah. That's like me. I'm done doing, much? I think today I ended up uh, doing something where I was doing the news and I end up saying like usually this will happen all the time like it, it was a weird like yeah, yeah. maybe this will happen definitely the like, something like that I'm I'm like, what no more. the heck is going on but i'm gonna go with you as well that time differently oh yeah, i just i'm trying to make up something <laughs> like that but yeah flash forward i'm gonna go as well because of the idea like you said it ended up like sticking I said, the landing over and over. Like I said, but didn't say it stuck the landing. Not nah, it's just we end up having so many things that start out hot end up cold. This yeah. actually ended up How hot, hot, was hot it? to the touch. I had to drop it. It was so hot, right down my pants. Weird. And then it burnt things, and then I had a smile on my Weird. face, and I said, "You did it again, Sully." You did it. I'm so confused. Here's what's going to be next week. And two of these books will be on the Patreon only spotlight, just like Flash Forward. Probably something I enjoy. Our books of the week. So we'll end up having probably that. Uh, but here we go. We have some books that are going to pop up here as if they are happy to see me, Eric. And, and so. Yeah. 
What are you doing? No, I don't know. It's just there's some here that I, you have. There's one that you didn't realize was it really a thing. There was something I think is coming up too soon, just like you with Jess. She's complaining about that a lot but lately. Dad, what, what's with the sexual innuendos out of nowhere? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you ended up saying some crazy stuff tonight, right? Action Comics number so. 1020. There was one thing about a female team that you said that I didn't. <laughs> it was a female apparently. team. Yeah, I'll tell you later. Right. Action Comics number 1020. That is coming out. Eric is thrilled. We have I Amethyst. am because you're reviewing it. Yeah, Amethyst number one. I'm reviewing that as well. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but that is a book that I am looking forward to see what's going on. Maybe I will enjoy a Wonder Comics book. Who knows? We have Batgirl number 44. Hopefully that'll be better than Batman 44, the new 52, where Eric got tons of shade thrown at him, right? What are you talking I just about? Wanted- I have that one framed on my wall with Scott Center telling me I suck. It's an amazing yeah. issue. There you go. You suck, Eric. Uh, we have Thank Batman you, Beyond uh, number 41. That was awesome. We have Batman Crystal White Knight number seven. For some reason, that penultimate issue kind of came up out of nowhere in my <laughs> mind, though it probably makes complete sense. Totally. Like, we, got that again. we got Batman Superman number seven says Jay from Canada says it's great. All right. We have Detective Comics number 1020. And it does seem like you said they're trying to, they tried to line those up. You know, together, detective in action again, which we appreciate. We like I do. When they're lined up. Uh, we won't be talking about it on the podcast, but if you're interested, it is the finale of Dial H for Hero. That is issue number it's about 12. time. Yeah, we also have some other things that may or may not make the podcast. Far Sector number four. I may get around to reviewing that. That was something that I was talking with Reggie about. So it's it's another one that I don't know how enjoyable they'll be talking by myself, but we'll see. Me and you, though, Eric, will be talking about Just League Dark number 20. Sure will. Ram V on that boy. Number one, isn't it odd that you end up with the May solicits having Tynum return with Ram V? Very odd. Did I tell you that? No. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, he's on the credits but again. All I know is that Animal Man is jumping in, and I can't be yeah. happier about this Animal whole thing Man. coming up. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that as well. We have Red Hood Outlaw number 43, where I said even last week, or last time we had an issue, it's, it should be back to Red Hood and the Outlaws, since we have the Outlaws back, but that's fine. But that's issue number 43. Hopefully we're more on board with that than we have been. Shazam number 11, we always look forward to Shazam. Suicide Squad number 3, a book shockingly is not selling that great after the first issue. The second issue plummeted. I don't understand. I really don't. The book is good enough to at least maintain something there and tom taylor's a great writer so i'm expecting to like it more than i have um but we'll see we also have wonder woman 752 uh and i have another page that says eric you're the villain hell arisen number three i did not realize that was coming out as well because i had to go to the other page i got a lot of reviews again so there you go we have tons of stuff coming out two of those will be on the regular or the spotlight, the regular, the Patreon <laughs> only the regular spotlight. spotlight over on Patreon. If you want to get involved in that and listen, it's patreon.com slash weird science. And then you can get involved in a bunch of other shows as well. So that is that. Uh, I'll remind you of your awful thing in a minute, Eric. Uh, what right. do we say at the end of the show? Everyone have a great week. We, Keep it weird. weird. And we'll see you in seven. See you in seven. Oh, yeah.